2: Conspiracy guys, this time we're going into a fucking unexplicable hole of misery and deceit and naivety that has puckered my arse for three, almost four full days with how unbelievable (laughs) and uh, like unparsable this information is about this, about this case. I know you guys have probably watched the documentary Abducted in Plain Sight. This is the story of Robert Birch told Who kidnapped a 12-year-old girl and then got caught by the police. And when he brought her home, the 12-year-old girl's ma fucked him. Like, this is one of the strangest true crime episodes that I've ever done or I probably will ever do. Like, bananas. A fucking crazy story, man. Robert Birch told uh, this time on Those Conspiracy Guys. And if anything we get wrong in the show, anything we get right, if you just want to reach out and touch somebody, say hello. You can send us an email, info at thoseconspiracyguys.com. Um, the social medias, I'm, I'm trying to pare down all the stuff because, like, social media is a bag of dicks at the moment. So I have a link in the description. It's a magic link. You click on it. Whatever we're on, we're on it. Go and find us. I, 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 if we're not there, you know, I'm trying to pare back from Twitter and Facebook. It's a bunch of shit. A lot of censorship, a lot of bullshit. Uh, so I'm I'm more on Discord, which is the app that TCG family members uh, and and all the friends and the listeners to the show, they all hang out there to share links, talk about the shows, talk to each other about bullshit. Uh, there's video chat, audio chat, all the channels for all the different episodes and seasons. It's a real nice place to be if you're a TCG fan. Head over to Discord or DM me on any of the places, uh, social medias, for an invite to get in there. I'm pretty, you know, active on Instagram. If you still want to get on Instagram and have a look over there. And uh, the lifeblood of the show, the thing that's keeping us all going, is Patreons. Patreon.com slash those conspiracy guys. If you want to support the show, we're streaming live to Patreons now. You can go and get ad free versions of the show. You can watch video versions because we're, you know, in living colour right now. And uh, it's loads of other stuff like outtakes and old you know, behind-the-scenes videos and uh, live stuff from when I was doing stuff on stage in real life and loads of fucking stuff, like 400 hours of content on that Patreon. Uh, and for uh $2, you can get in the ground floor, get some Patreon into you. More importantly, you get the ad-free episodes, so you get all the stuff earlier than anybody else. You're the most popular child at the party. And um, yeah, patreon.com, all the links are in that magic link in the description below, wherever you're watching or listening to this. And this episode... Robert Birch told. I'm joined by Robert Birch told. <laughs> He's here, ladies and gentlemen. At some budget. I'm joined by comedian, actress, uh, toe model, OnlyFans founding member, potential Edinburgh Festival goer. Apart from or, or goer. performer, performer, yeah. uh, except for COVID, came and snatched our future away. Uh, But joining me in the studio today to talk about Bobby told is the wonderful Ailish McCarthy. Hello. Hey,
0: everybody. The
2: camera didn't change. Hello. (laughs) There she is.
0: Hey, guys. Hello. Hello. I'm, uh, we have the same dress code. I'm wondering why are we film? why are we not filming in black and white?
2: Funeral chic. That's what I call it. (laughs)
0: Funeral chic. Here we go.
2: It's, it's, It's casual, but it's also respectful. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's just like. Hides my curves.
0: Hides, Like. All the diets throw them out the window, just
2: wear black. <laughs> <laughs> and wear stripes under it.
0: We're blending to your backgrounds. See, exactly. That's, yeah. Just
2: hanging around, black leather. <laughs> and track suit bottoms. That's whoa, whoa, whoa. Who told trousers. you? <laughs>
0: That's
2: how we go. So, how are you? Thanks for coming on the show.
0: Thanks for having me. Yeah. Um, where can people find here.
2: you online, and what do you do? And tell the people about yourself.
0: Yes. Other than being a toe model, in my spare time, I do. Uh, <laughs> I was doing stand up comedy until uh, twenty twenty hit the waves. Um, I'm on Instagram at ailo seven a i l o seven, and very
2: uh, very interested in strange Instagram. <laughs>
0: I, yeah, it's, a, it's very <laughs> colourful, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> yeah, so um, it's also, like, thankfully I have a slow Instagram handle, so people will like, go, how can I follow you? A-I-L-O-7, the number seven. Uh, I'm also on TikTok, at A-A-A-Lish McCarthy comedy, and... Uh,
2: TikTok is one that, that I haven't been calling out a lot. Mm. I spend a lot of time on TikTok, I lurk a lot. There's a lot of good information, a lot of fun shit happening on there. A lot there. of
0: fun So Well, I think it's TikTok's business model to point elsewhere rather than to people to point at tiktok it's like yeah. by the way we're on instagram by the way that's our website
2: i think people are afraid that donald trump's going to switch it off yeah it's just like i don't understand this tiktok i'm going to switch it off okay i'm not getting it i can't do the dances okay <laughs> uh which i think is the only reason he's going to switch it off the chinese are trying to get into our children's minds mm. uh, but it's real fun that propaganda is real fun at the moment <laughs>
0: How did we get here so quickly? <laughs> American s- politics Lots
2: of super cats Super funny little cats and stuff It's like uh, old Reddit Loads of miming loads old of, Vine
0: Yeah loads of miming Loads of dance routines And I'm like you're just miming a segment That you didn't make yourself it's Like this is now a platform This is now
2: Z- Yeah them. zero effort music production <laughs>
0: yeah. I love it You're miming it
2: Um, Some excellent stuff there TikTok yeah What are you? Ailish comedy
0: H- McCarthy Ailish McCarthy
2: comedy On TikTok and um, like, I mean, there's no point in plugging gigs because we're not going to.
0: We're not, yeah. And I'm not on Twitter because I don't gonna, have an opinion.
2: Good. Uh,
0: and uh, Twitter's toxic. <laughs> yes. And then, um, yeah, touring a show, Wingwoman, next year, which is going all over the UK. It's going to Edinburgh, Brighton, London, Glasgow, and I've already said Brighton.
2: We've gone to Brighton twice. Yeah. I'm going to put. Uh, possibly we get a link tree going. And we can put that into the thing below Fab, and you yeah. can get tickets and stuff. So live there forever, wherever, whatever year people are going to be listening to this in. Amazing. I mean, first of all, it's going to be 2021 right now. First people, but lives on into the future. Mm, so we and that's something.
0: when we have the tour. So come, exactly. we're looking for you. Yeah, <laughs> Wing
2: Woman. it's um, about one girl's discovery of how uh, sanitary towels work.
0: Or chicken wings.
2: Or chicken wings.
0: Or buffalo wings. She's yeah. a like... Why is it called buffalo wings? And
2: why uh, is the Sancho so spicy?
0: Right. Yeah. Or you know those wings that are painted on walls, and women just go. Yeah. Um, and it's a montage for a good hour. It, it's really, really good entertainment. As levels.
2: many wing jokes as you can, like just wing them in there. Yeah, just <laughs> squeeze them in <laughs> against their will. Um, yeah, wing woman. Who? What's what's it all about?
0: Wing woman is uh It's so closely based on real life that so you would think it was real life events. Myself and
2: Sinead Walsh. like this episode. Is this even real?
0: Myself and Sinead Walsh, another very talented comedian from Dublin, we joined forces to write a show about dating um in our because when we met up so Sinead is gay, she's a lesbian and I'm straight and I'm like God it's just so hard to date these days so she's like oh stop and we kind of compared our experiences and we and we just felt like you know what this is this is really going to interest a, a wide audience we don't feel sorry for ourselves but there's a lot of um what is it we said that we needed a wing woman to kind of, like help us a little bit maybe pull us back if we're being overly keen or you know if you're if you're on a night out going go on over and talk to him or kind of to big them up mm. um, so we have yeah it's like she's just one of the best being women I could I could ask for <laughs> I,
2: I, would, I would imagine because she knows what a um like a what it is to acquire a woman but In that way, not to, not to acquire as if she's property. You see the way the language gets you caught these days, boys and girls.
0: <laughs> but it's arguably the blind leading the blind because I don't know what women want, Mel Gibson style, and then she doesn't know what men want. So we are, but we're just being so supportive of each other's ignorance. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but she can tell you <laughs> what it's like to get got. Because like, it's a man's prerogative to get and it's a woman's prerogative to get got.
0: To be the prey, Yeah.
2: I, I mean, I didn't say prey. That's not. We're There's not a, in
0: prey in the prize. <laughs>
2: <Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> I was like,
0: Do you know, like, I didn't use that word. <laughs> a
2: woman could be a woman could be a, like a beautiful flower to be plucked. You're like, no, no, we're prey. Like eat <laughs> eat me like a lion eats a lamb.
0: I mean, if that's not the opener when you match on Tinder, <laughs> you're wasting your time.
2: It's quite biblical.
0: You just go unmatched. This yeah. guy isn't it? You're not willing
2: <laughs> to eat me like a lamb. um, But
0: it's all changed The game's all changed So we just wanted to take A very funny spin on it The game is fucked
2: At the moment Oh yeah I'm so glad That I found somebody That I love And I don't have to Wade around in the shit anymore Mm. No offence
0: Well I think the most Ambitious New Year's resolution I had this year Was buying a box of Jurex
2: Oh right. Just uh, for like doing the, doing the cleaning around the kitchen. Or whatever. Well, uh,
0: like obviously hoping to go out dating and meet the nice fella and being prepared. But co- like we can't touch anybody. <laughs> we're
2: like That's what I'm saying. You can put so- the, the johnnies just on your arms and just be going around like shaking hands with people, dancing. It's like we're totally protected, man.
0: That's the next if step. It's I had that much time.
2: <laughs> like those full body condoms from Naked Gun. That's serious.
0: If only I had that much time. But it's on the list. It's on the list.
2: You're going to work the next day. And people <laughs> are like, you, sp- you kind of smell like spermicide lubricant. What? Why like, you- what's what's going on? Nah, not me. Yeah.
0: I think it's Jerry.
2: Burnt latex. Um, <laughs> yeah. Just like rubbed latex. It's hard, man. It's a hard, it's a hard game out there at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, So I'm sure anybody that needs, and I'm sure like fellas need to be taught just as much as women
0: well we don't bash men and we don't bash women because we're obviously coming at it from both perspectives yes because uh, we need the grant <laughs> and,
2: um, diversity
0: <laughs> diversity but it's a case of you know uh, it's all a bit of a shit time but we're going to tell you some of our stories to make mm. you feel better going Jesus at least I'm not them it, it's and you know what? really good
2: that's that's I think a part of the feminine uh, mindset that is lacking mm. uh, it's a bit of empathy it's sympathy. a li- it's a little bit of like i'm going through that shit too yeah how about you whereas what men tend to do is like are oh, you going through that shit i'll fix it for you here do you know how to, know how to fix it do you want, you want me to fix it for you i'll fix it for you you're like dude
0: i just want to say it just, i just want to get it off my chest <laughs> just
2: just listen that's all you need to do is just listen and nod and smile <laughs> yeah but i can fix it though i could tell you how to, i could tell you how to be to make sure that doesn't happen. no no just stop and just and the mouth and just listen and I try to do that all the time when someone's telling me <laughs> some shit. It's like, yeah, I was thinking about doing this thing. Do you know what you need to do? do? You know what you should do? Yeah. yeah. it's so fucking annoying. <laughs> and I'm halfway through telling it. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. I actually am talking a lot of shite. Like, I don't know nothing. <laughs>
0: Making it up as I go. I don't on. know
2: anything about like decking or yeah. I don't know about like varnish.
0: But we're definitely taking the box of singletons thinking they know a lot about relationships when they're not even in one. So we're definitely taking that box.
2: I think they sometimes no more <laughs> than people that are in them. The people that are in them are like, how the fuck do I get out of this? That's the show. We need we need wing woman for the intro show, and then we need like exfiltration operation exfiltration to get people out of bad relationships. Is the next that's that's 2022 Edinburgh show.
1: Uh, yeah, that's absolutely. That'll be the sequel.
2: Um, yeah, it's a it's a hard it's a hard game to play. The dating game.
0: You don't want to come across as bitter. You don't want to be in an agony ant up there. So mm. I think we've, we try to find balance and we, we have it in a tasteful way that people can kind of enjoy. Yeah. So I'm, I'm like, I'm so I can sell better than that. There you go.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um. So yeah, for this show, uh, it's Robert Birch told. So when you're talking about like sorting yourself out for a partner for life, mm. this lad just like wrote his own game. He's just like, I oh, will just pick someone and. just groom them and just like (laughs) wait till they grow into themselves
0: this is so this is something that I I, like how I heard about this podcast was through a friend you and I had never met
2: oh this podcast this is so
0: meta you and I had never met and uh, you were like hey do you want to come on the podcast we're going to talk about true crime Mm. and I was like
2: Right. <laughs> we talked for an hour on the phone. We
0: talked for an hour on the phone, um and then what is it your your profile is like a cartoon. Uh-huh. And then I was just like, right, okay. And it was very meta, very very meta. <laughs> I
2: think I think last night you said um I I've texted three people to tell them I'm coming today. Oh yeah. Just in case like you oh, yeah. didn't go Oh on yeah. A, yeah. Yeah. In
0: yeah. case like because
2: clever woman because that's what I mean we have to take these precautions
0: the, absolutely <laughs> I love like
2: nobody you, wants to end up a lamp
0: but I've even and like it was just so meta and then I was just like right uh, and you go come to my house we're going to record in my house and alarm bells were ringing and I go right uh, where 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 do you live and you said Cabra and I was like I've always wanted to die in Cabra <laughs> uh, <laughs> looking forward to it Wednesday day like
2: yeah. <laughs> it's not the early 2000s anymore this is a it's a brand new gentrified area Don't so worry
0: about it. yeah like Oh, and then I was also telling people about, like, oh, I'm going to meet up with a man and we're going to talk about true crime in his house. And they were like, wait a minute. And I was like, yes, wait a minute. (laughs) You're
2: going to meet up with a strange man that I've never met before and (laughs) I don't know what he looks like. Yes. It's a. With an RV in the
0: driveway. And I was like, amazing. Recipe
2: for disaster, man. (laughs) So, uh,
0: this is the kind of awareness that we're obviously going to be talking about in the show. 100%. A bit bit
2: of naivety can be nice. Yeah. And, you know, uh, like a, w- watching a movie type of way and the movie can surprise you, bring in an emotional roller coaster. and you're, you're not cynical and you're not like, ah, oh, this fucking shit, like, but, and then this happens and this, uh, bet you this is going to happen next. Like, I, I'm very bad for watching some styles of film. You really have to suspend your disbelief. But naivety in this case particularly Totally. Was Shocking. Ju- juvenile and <laughs> completely taken advantage of. Massively. Like, as well, we're going to talk about religion. We're going to talk a little bit about like indoctrination. We're going mm. to talk about the predator-prey relationship, and not in the dating way that you like, uh, in the <laughs> the kind of <laughs>
0: that's my brand, like yeah,
2: the kind of grooming <laughs> rapist way, like the other, the other oh,
0: extreme, the other, yeah. Extreme. Yeah.
2: Uh, <laughs> the other um, prey, the, the other <laughs> white meat, and uh, yeah. So this this case is fucked up, man. When, where was the first time you ever heard about this case?
0: Um, I watched it it was released on Netflix last year around the time the mm. Madeline McCann tapes were released as I think, well I
2: think it was it 2019 yeah
0: 2019 yeah and uh, one of the most shocking things is that this is only 90 minutes long and I thought it was a series because there's so much substance there's so many <sighs>
2: we said that before the show that I went into this the other day about to rewatch the series because I watched it like maybe yeah. when it came out first a few months ago and then again this week. Yeah. Getting ready for the show. Mm. And I thought, oh yeah, okay, so there's six episodes, 45 minutes each and blah, 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 blah. And I went and I found it on Netflix and I clicked on it. 90
1: minutes. I was like,
2: 90 minutes? That's not right, man. Yeah. But it's a fucking roller coaster for those 90 minutes. 100%.
0: Mm. It's just shocking all the way through. You're just like, I need to pause it and make, like, pour myself some gin to yeah. just go. What? We
2: have to get through this. Like, we have
0: to get through yeah. this.
2: I was just watching pictures, of uh, going on, pausing it and going online and looking at pictures of grown-up Jan Broberg smiling just to, like, soothe myself. It's like, okay, my God. She survived it, like, at least, you know?
0: Absolutely, fucking yeah.
2: dark, man. This is darker than Wesley Snipes' underpants. Like, this is dark. This is the darkness. This is, like, uh, <laughs> both Eddie Murphy and Charlie Murphy together. And together. This <laughs> is how dark this shit is. This is fucking <laughs> the darkness. This is... Um so, so fucking weird and how we got away with it. I watched it on the do- on, on Netflix on the documentary as well. Yeah. And um to be honest, like I, I, I'm pretty good at the old research, uh going digging. I was on the FBI.gov website Cheat trying to find a few bits and bobs. Dug deep, yeah. yeah. Got my VPN going. Not a lot of extra information. There was one Guardian article that had a lot of info, mm. dates and names and times, but the the what would you say the context like nobody wants the descriptions of exactly what your yeah. man was doing. Yeah, the phrase "just the tip" will be mentioned later on. Uh, I have it in my notes. Good guys
0: in, in brackets.
2: And uh, how
0: far away are the brackets from each other? Yeah, just, it's like a
2: bracket, and then a bunch of lines, and then like another and number three. Um. So yeah, it's just it's just like trying to find those details to to discover like why it happened, how it happened. The way it happened, mm. which is an abduction of a 12-year-old girl by a man who's a friend of the family. Yeah. And so many levels and so many layers and such a complicated, convoluted, expertly executed Yes, I think. Manipulation campaign.
0: It definitely wasn't his first rodeo, yeah, and, for and sure.
2: And beggars belief and people still, like today, will accuse the parents of letting it happen and anyone that's watched the documentary, you know what I'm talking about. Mm. Just like, how could you let that happen to your daughter? Um it seems easily enough by, by all accounts. Yeah. Watched a lot of like uh, Jan Broberg, who's the, the girl in question, mm. on like loads of different talk shows. She's on The Views, on Dr. Phil. She's on all of these, you know, Sally Jesse Raphael and all of these old ones that you used to watch in the daytime, smoking drugs, <laughs> and looking, and going like, How did, where did I find these people? Um, just very balanced. As an older woman, she's in her f- uh, late 50s now. She's a very balanced, very like stoic. And, you know, not overly emotional and not, like, broken as a person. She's very, like, you know, um, well put together. Very composed, but also very
0: calculated, yeah. Mm -hmm. She'd be...
2: And I would wonder, like, where the motivations lie for that attitude. Mm. You know, it is, like, to help victims of those types of crimes. Yeah. But also...
0: We were saying that it might be the result of errors and errors and errors and errors of counselling.
2: Yeah. Or it could be maybe uh a way to get a way to get through it by sharing your pain. I mean I started this podcast, right? <laughs> <That's, laughs> talking about this shit. <laughs> trying to make yeah. try, trying to I was given a phrase the other day, he says, You're trying to make the chaos on the outside match the chaos on the inside.
0: Yeah. How do you hide in plain sight? Like, yeah, and I'm like, oh shit,
2: I've been discovered. My psyche is out. It's got out of the cage, shit. Again, um, three
0: people know I'm here, your move <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Don't worry, we're live people I'm are a looking. national treasure You're live.
2: People know you're here, this yeah. is, nobody, live. Know you're here. nobody live streams a murder Where's here,
0: his address is
2: <laughs> You already fucking told him <laughs> um,
0: That shit was
2: top secret So, um, yeah, I mean like um, there's, there's an awful lot of stuff to take apart So we'll go through the show uh, And take it one murky step at a time Uh, And get into this shit. So, the antagonist in this story is a one Robert Birchtold. Known as B to his friends and family and victims, Uh, Bob Birchtold was born on the 7th of February, 1936, in Tremonton, Utah. He served in the U.S. Army during the Vietnam War, and when he was sent back to Utah after being discharged from the service, he got married to a woman, a grown woman, grown-ass woman, uh, and had a bunch of kids that settled down in the small town of Pocatello, Idaho. Now, we've talked about Utah on our Mormons episode before. Mm-hmm. So, you kind of know the culture of what the place is like. And uh, we'll talk about a little bit more when we talk about the Mormon religion. And uh, we talked about Idaho and that kind of atmosphere and culture that's there in our uh, Siege at Ruby Ridge episode. So, we're talking like predominantly white, kind of, you know, m- middle class ish. There's no kind of like. Mad poverty-stricken areas, uh, unless you're voluntarily poverty-stricken, so you're like, I own a load of <laughs> land, but <laughs> yeah. I just wear one pair of dungarees mm. forever.
0: That was the gist I got off the documentary yeah. as well. They're all well dressed, well presented, yeah. put, put
2: together people. Mm. Um, and you know, like it's mother's little helper. It's fucking little boxes on the hillside. Little boxes made of ticky tacky. You know, everybody's mm. driving your hyundais and your kias and. Living in a little two up and two down, and they have a picket fence and the whole thing. It's 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 this kind of, yeah, um, uh, you know, flyover states living, and uh, beige suburbia, you know.
0: Yeah, like the job So he was a hardware, and then Jan's parents, the mother was like a stay-at-home mom. Mm. Uh, I'm assuming uh, Robert Birchtoad's wife was a stay-at-home mom because it just didn't go into her, <laughs> but she she yeah. made, she made a presence. And she had the
2: haircut like she didn't leave the house often.
0: <laughs> yeah, the actress portraying yeah. her, yes. Yeah. I felt very uncomfortable watching, when we get into it, some of the replays, because I was like, oh no. I, I was just kind of, my skin was curling watching it. The, the,
2: re, the reconstructions. Yeah. Yeah, they were pretty creepy, to yeah. be
0: fair. Um, didn't like that now. And I was like, what if that was my child to I, I I just hope that child is, is as young as, like, I get ID'd for a lotto tickets, but <laughs> right, I, I right. hope that child... Was, like, an 18-year-old playing a 14-year-old. Four, like oh, That's would, all I wish. You would hope. Yes. At least
2: I would. Like, like, in The Shining, they didn't tell that little kid that what was what was going on. They mm. just asked him to react. But they didn't show him what was on the other side of the screen. So he never knew what he was actually reacting to. Oh, wow. And then there's other, uh, uh, like, in Poltergeist, they just did that shit. Yeah. And. Scarred them for life. Yeah, scarred the girl for life. It's like, <laughs> well, we needed a real reaction or whatever, you know. So, like. Yeah. How do, you, how do you make a mm. sexual predator reconstruction with a real child?
0: But the dad... Keep a
2: midgets in the, in the biz. In That's the what it's biz. Doing. Yes.
0: The dad was... Jan's dad was a florist. Yes. And was able to
2: support his three children. There's two Bobs now. It might get confusing. So there's a Bob... Yeah. Robert told or Bob or B B yeah. And then there's Bob Br- uh, Broberg.
0: Broberg, yeah.
2: So Bob and Marianne Broberg are Jan's parents. Mm-hmm. Bob Broberg was a florist. And he supported three flowers. kids. Yeah.
0: And his wife who didn't work. So this is the kind of community where mm. they were able to sustain a living and have like a bloody five bedroom house.
2: Mm, on a florist's wages. Yeah. It was back in the day. It's like in the 70s. It's the early 70s. Um... All ha- the
0: sunflowers were hitting the hit.
2: It's, yeah, it's happy days. It's like the <laughs> yeah. they had the Vietnam War boom, and uh, you know the country was roaring. And then yeah. all of a sudden, all the gold fell apart, and Nixon cashed in the fucking Bretton Woods agreement, and stuff started to fall apart. But up until then, life was dandy for these people.
0: Absolutely, in
2: a suburb, mm. they were worshiping Mormons. Yeah. So there were there were churches, Jesus Christ of Latter Day Saints. Dum 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 dum, and uh. Robert Bertstold moved into this community and he had already had slaps on the wrist for interfering with the young daughters of families of other church members in the places he lived before. Twice
0: previously, yeah. So,
2: like I have no idea. This is this is gonna be a theme you're gonna see through the show. This motherfucker had pedo written. And big neon letters all over. All over his beagle's haircut. All over, haircut, yeah, all yeah. over it. <laughs> so, um, yeah, we, we talked about in our in our Mormons episode a little bit about the kind of the hidden hand of the Mormon church when it came to protecting uh, sexual predators, people within the church. Because, like, anybody can be a bishop in the Mormon church. You just have to, like, pay enough tithes. And they're like, oh, yeah, you're a bishop now. It's very, It's not like here <laughs> where you have to, like... Doing start that. off, yeah, you do the apprenticeship and you, you know, you have to, you have to, you know, they give you like a white robe and then you have to stand over the shoulder and watch a lad like doing the break of the bread and the thing. They're like, you have to, what are you doing? He's like, oh, I'm just doing, the, have to do this. And then you get the potty fill in and you put the communion together and all. And you have to go up and up and up and you start off as a deacon or whatever and work you up to a priest. And then you go up and up and up. Yeah. In the, in the Mormon church, you're just like, do you want to be a bishop? Yeah. Or are you a bishop now?
0: Some say that if you want to be the best of something, Attack a short ladder. Like
2: Oh yeah. <laughs> if you want to be a bishop.
0: <laughs> Specialise so hard. It's, it's easier to climb
2: the small tree.
0: Absolutely. So if
2: you want to be a bishop of anything, probably Mormon is the best way to go. Absolutely. So they had this Mormon community <laughs> and I don't know, like all over there was seemed to be a perpetuation of uh child molestation, interference, like, you know, friends of friends of family and people getting rode. Um, by people in the church, and then the people in the church just turning a blind eye to it or covering it up. And there's a lot mm. of fucking instances of that.
0: Totally, all um, over the world. Yeah.
2: And Mormons are, but by and large, good people. Mm. I mean, we had a, a a Mormon live chat where I heard about the seedy underbelly of the of the Mormon church. The Mormon <laughs> church has a lot of fucking mad secrets and shit into it, man. It's very weird. Um, yeah. and 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 this story is the epitome. Mm. Of the ability of Mormon hierarchy to turn a blind eye to what the fuck is going on. It's not a skating, you know, uh, a skating uh, indictment of like Mormons in general. Yeah. It's just like this is one aspect or one uh, fallout from having a very dogmatic religious structure mm. that's willing to overlook paedophilia. and I mean, it's a lot of them. It's, it's probably the top five probably do that. <sighs> like in general like Islam Christianity Mormonism <laughs> yeah. like they're all fucking the children they're <laughs> they're all at the kids they're all at the kids some of them are at them a bit more obviously than others yeah you know with the the whole being allowed to marry 13 year olds and stuff I, uh,
0: like I Alder
2: boys like what kind of a system I hadn't, who makes yeah. older boys as a system of like the functional mass is run by children. Like yeah. it's genius if you're a pedo and you made up that some some bishop is <laughs> having the of the altar and going
0: <laughs> it's genius we're not condoning we, this how by do the way we get
2: the kids in and not have the pay <laughs> oh make them work for us no they're too young to be priests how do we <gasps> interns like <laughs> communion interns
0: yeah I I didn't know they were Mormon I thought they were massively religious Catholics
2: no Mormon. Mormon, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's just a different flavor <laughs> of, it's like a whole separate of Catholicism. book, yeah. It's a whole yeah. separate, it's Jesus centric, yeah, but it's very, um, you know, fella throws a couple of stones in a hat mm. and then he looks into the hat and the stones glow and then he's able to read a book and then a beanstalk comes out of the stones close enough. He reads a book and the two aliens from 50,000 years ago tell him. The contents of a book which he writes out, and that becomes then a Bible for a new version of Christianity.
1: <laughs> I've
0: seen the book Mormon. How dare you?
2: <laughs> dum, dum, dum 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 dum. So these guys are are absolutely um blind to the fact that Bob Berstold is a, a predator in their midst.
0: Absolutely. And
2: yeah. as a, as a predator is wont to do, Bob yeah. was always on the lookout for a victim. And when he met the Broberg family, he'd found his latest obsession in their daughter Jan. Now Jan was only nine when they met. But Bob, uh, he met the Brobergs, uh, mary Marianne and Robert, a.k.a. Bob, so don't get confused,
1: mm. uh,
2: at their Latter-day Saints church in Pocatello, Idaho, and mary saw him and his family in the church from afar, and as good Christians, they went up to introduce themselves and see if they needed to be welcomed into the town, you know, and what would you like, and, you know, come over for tea or whatever, mm. and uh, I think as a reciprocation, uh, uh, Birch told, sent over, like, a fruit basket, and was like, thanks for being so nice to me, and blah, blah, blah. And i I mean I on your daughter wink like
0: at that like meanwhile the ma has her eye on him
2: I would imagine so I let's not let's not um, cast aspersions on the satisfactory nature of her sex life at yeah. that point <laughs> yeah but i'd say she was cruising for a hot rod uh, <laughs> she saw Bob Birch told her she was like
0: she wasn't after the B she was after the D that's what she was after that's
2: exactly what she (laughs) was after she's like look at this tasty little snack from out of town
0: like they advertise it as like every parent's worst nightmare if anything I felt the the mother predominantly was an enabler to an extent
2: oh yeah I I think so I think the dad was a a standoffish type of enabler and the mother was a very stand-on-ish.
0: Yeah, a proactive if enabler, a if thing. you will, yes. yeah. So it's like, a parent's worst nightmare, it kind of loses my, uh, like, loses the emotion or loses my sympathy. That's what I was yeah, trying to say. he yeah, loses yeah. my sympathy when it's like, oh my God, a parent's worst nightmare. I'm like, a, a standard parent's worst nightmare. Like, yeah, yeah. but these Oh, we'll get there.
2: I don't. Know, I don't know <laughs> if they're, they're not going to win Parents of the Year, and there's no, a lot of um, no. there's a lot of online criticism about how they handled the entire situation
1: mm.
2: from top to bottom.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, and Jan Broberg herself is out there defending her parents' actions and decisions. Um, I think we might be jumping the gun a small bit Into judgment because people don't know what they're doing. Yeah. But bear it in mind
0: mm. that
2: we are judging these people massively as parents,
0: massively <laughs>
2: for letting their daughter. Well, let's let's continue on and not. But like one of the first judgments is in my voice anyway. If you can't (laughs) can't tell it it. implicitly, I absolutely am judging these motherfuckers for this.
0: Um one of the things that like that struck me within the first five minutes of watching the Netflix documentary was how polished the family were to tell their story. It was as though they had a campaign manager Mm. that had written this is what you say, this is how you say it, this is how slow it was very polished. It was very robotic. Obviously a family that had been through a lot And they deserve Like I give them sympathy for that But I felt I was like What To what level have things gotten out of hand That this much counselling And like Just The, the family has obviously been through a tremendous amount
2: Yeah Have you ever gone through And I would not want We don't need details mm. Have you ever gone through anything grossly traumatic
0: Um, As a white, white Irish like... girl from Dublin <laughs> From Ranla Yeah Um not a lot now. <laughs> I'm just saying, in,
2: in general, it's like that you would consider like, oh, that was a bit traumatic. It doesn't have to be anything on like, the, you know.
0: I was or, once robbed in a taxi.
2: Okay. So like, yeah. how many times did you tell that story of how you were robbed in a taxi to people?
0: Um, A bunch? I wouldn't open with it. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't say it in interviews when I go for new jobs. So I don't yeah. have it on my LinkedIn profile. Uh, <laughs> but... If I'm recommending people to go to Budapest, for example, I'd be mm. like, "Don't get in the taxis," and only, and they'd be like, "Why don't get in the taxis?" And i be like, "Because I was robbed in one," um, and it wasn't. Look, like I do for like a Dublin girl, um, that doesn't have a Dublin accent because she was raised by television. I do have <laughs> my wits of. I do have my wits about sure. me, you know. Um, that's. Going back to how many people know that I'm here, but... Um, Dis-
2: Disney Channel taught you well.
0: Yes. like mm. I was, So I was robbed in a taxi. Um, I I handed over money. It was 30 euro equivalent worth. And um, so it was like 20,000 Hungarian Florence. And he goes, you only gave ma- me 5,000. Did,
2: did you make it rain?
0: Yeah, with, with coins. I fucked the coins <laughs> at the driver. <laughs> like, there you go. And uh, now nah, he said, ah, oh, you didn't give me 20,000 florins. You gave me 5,000. And uh, the person I was in the taxi with was just like oh my god Alish, what the hell and so you
2: like, were you were you were socially engineered but for more money basically
0: socially engineered yeah. for more money and it seems
2: like a common thing that they would that they do there I've I've seen like youtube channels where yeah. they catch scammers and may, yeah they have like a sp- separate part in their wallet where they took the money that you gave them in and then mm. they go well, look at my wallet that's all i have and this kind of stuff
0: what frustrated me was the person that i was in the taxi with turned to me going oh my god Alish, you only gave them 5000 and i said how the fuck would I have changed I've just left the airport <laughs> like, yeah. So I, I um,
2: Who's fucking tell you on bitch Kind
0: of And yeah. like um, So Mentioning it now uh, I speak Gaelic Alright uh, And But the person I was with uh, Like usually I go Like by the way This is happening And I speak in Irish When I'm in foreign countries If You know They should just tell you that In the leaving search Going this will help you Out of so many situations oh, it'd,
2: it'd be a great motivation To learn an, uh, another language
0: And to ring revenue You know To skip the queue <laughs>
2: <laughs> You get straight in
0: I haven't listened to Mozart's or Beethoven's Ninth or something in years <laughs> because I just oh, like. Because
2: you do it in work and you ring ahead to the Irish. Yes. Brilliant.
0: And then Ailish an answers the phone. An, such
2: an efficient.
0: Yeah. And then like Stefania, well. And like <laughs> Ailish, Mary doesn't answer the phone. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. Ailish is an Irish name. But no. So the person in the taxi beside me turns to me and goes, Why did you only give them 5,000? And I said, I didn't. And they didn't pick up on the, please be on my side here. Yeah,
2: loads of white eyes and Come stuff.
0: Come on. Uh, so I just said, you know, for the sake of safety and my passport and this person's safety, I'm not having an argument. I paid another 30 euro to leave yeah. the taxi. And um, I went in, showed uh, my friend, like, here's the money I took out at the airport. Here's what I have. Mm-hmm. We just got robbed. And they were like, I didn't believe you. I'm so sorry. And it was like, that's the least, uh, as traumatic as things go. Mm. I managed that very well. I d- I still got robbed, but we all left safely. Or another time, I was walking down the street and I saw I, in Budapest again. Just don't go to Budapest, lads. This is this is just this is like the opposite of TripAdvisor. Yeah, minus star for mm. <laughs> Budapest. Um, was walking around the road and a lad was. Uh, I just was like, someone's following us, and uh, turned around and a man just staring like it's distant from you to me. Just like turned around and I was like, yeah, mate, that's not Dodge at all. So I said, can we go into this shop?
2: We're going to be human trafficked. Like in a hostel
0: We're going to get Get our bags robbed So oh, right. I was like Can we just go into the shop But I think um, We went in the shop We saw him walk around the corner And we saw him come back again And I was like Jesus I'm sorry And it's like Yeah you didn't believe me About the taxi And then I'm getting Challenged on this yeah. again
2: And then and then the next The third story Is yeah. the two of you Are in the back of a van with your hands tied together and you were like I fucking told you I
0: told that you that guy wasn't
2: wanting to move a table yeah and he, so you went into the van first and then he pushed the table in and the two years are stuck in the van
0: but people are afraid to speak up like another time like,
1: I'm it's, just...
2: why, it's why girls like to listen to true crime podcasts I think there you go It's to find out the various situations mm. where men can trick you into sexual imprisonment or murder
0: but people don't speak up like I, I went to a hotel in London I was doing a gig in London and I stayed in this hotel and it was on the first store and um of the hotel and the reception kind of went into the ground so someone could easily like I'm five foot four I could have done a gymnast finish up to my window you know
2: what's a gymnast finish is it just it's, in, it's, into a warm towel
0: it's like a flip
2: oh no all oh, right sorry
0: <laughs> no <laughs> it was like a like a somersault landing on the balcony and like
2: Hands up for the salute.
0: YMCA. Nice. Uh, (laughs) Uh, Double Hitler. Double Hitler. But I I went up anyways and they let me into the room and the first thing I went over to was the door and I was like, okay, does this lock? Because I'm going to be leaving this room. I'm not going to the gig with my passport.
2: Jesus Christ, man. That's shit I never even think about.
0: I think women are far I'm a big more white man. <laughs> a big white man. Now, you could take somebody. I only have my wits. I don't have any strength. I don't know. <laughs> now. Could I take happen. somebody? <laughs> yes, you I'd could. I'd be able to
2: top my way out of some shit, maybe. <laughs> and I'm not like yeah as sexually available, let's say, as you know.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: I mean, it, it'd be. Uh, I I put up a fight.
0: I I'd put up a fight. I put
2: up some sort of a fight. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I'd never even think about that shit. Like that, the, I do think about like, oh yeah, you know, don't leave your bag around or you'd be watching and never leave my phone anywhere. Like I'd be aware, yeah. but not paranoid.
0: Uh, I'd say I am at the level of paranoid. So I went over, I I asked, look, do you have the key for the door that I can easily climb onto the reception to get into the first floor room, which is at the front of the fucking building. Oh yeah. So I was just like, mate, do you have, come on, do you have the keys? And they went up and they said, sorry, we don't have the keys. And I said, that is no problem. I have no problem getting a second story room.
2: Oh, well, you put me up again.
0: That's exactly what I said. Yeah. Yeah. So you imagine, know, people are afraid.
2: Someone to climb in your balcony and then well, you stand at the end of your bed when you wake up.
0: Like, I, I wasn't even thinking Spider Man would get up on the, to the fourth floor. Like, this was so reasonable to get up here. Mm. So I do have my wits about me a little bit. Um,
2: Is it something though that like would you think about because you were able to take those and 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 rattle them off mm. as like these are these are times when I felt uh at risk. Yeah. These are times when I felt like I wasn't safe. These are things that happened to me mm. where I was put in a situation that could have gone a lot worse. Mm. And you can tell them chronologically with polish, even a couple of little jokes, you know, and so these women in this documentary, yeah. You say that they're telling it in a very polished way. Totally. How many times do you think they've told that story in that way to make it so that when like the producers of the documentary landed in with cameras and lights and mics and mm-hmm. just went okay we'll tell your story that they're not being prompted like you can hear the documentarian asking a few in a few different sections like I wonder about that and what do you think about that tell us a little bit more about that you can he- feel them like pushing them in a certain way
0: It's also the language they use
2: Yeah it's all it's all therapy language It's totally, all counseling yeah. language Yeah Yeah um, it seems like that they've had to put all the toys back in the toy box, as it were. Mm. I'd love to have a better metaphor for that, but um, something not child-centric. Put yeah, all the yeah. shit back in the horse, let's say. And now they have a horse full of shit.
1: <laughs> but they're all
2: happy because they don't have to smell the shit anymore.
1: There you are. Do you know? Yeah.
2: Um, it's kind of like they have to believe that that's the case. And as we go through the story and we come to the end and the and the inevitable section of judgment... Mm. um online Jan Broberg is defending her parents at Lent and with veracity.
0: Absolutely, yeah.
2: But it almost sounds like you kind of have to just to get your life. Because if you thought that your parents sold you out.
0: I think it's also a case of, wasn't it, uh, I read somewhere that it was kind of due to faith or even kind of getting ahead, but I didn't realise initially that they wrote a book about it. Yeah. And the mother wrote a book. The mother wrote the book so about if you're gonna, it.
2: If you're gonna tell a story, tell a legend. There you go. Best way to cover your own shit is to get out, get it out first.
0: And they sell it as um you know, they, they became ambassadors for a family that was struggling with this predator that came into their home. Yeah. And how they be how they were able to sustain the family and and continue to be a unit, and they sell it as like a success story. Going, it didn't break us apart, but I think massively religion had something to do with that as well, and, and the support of the church and yeah, R-
2: religion had something to do with maintaining the story and keeping it together. Yeah, but it also had something to do with the story happening in the first place. I will agree with you there. Yeah, it's a very sketchy, shady, shocking, shocking situation to be in. Mm. Um. And I can only imagine, like as judgy as we're—I presume you're going to be on the side of judge with me.
1: Ah,
0: uh, yeah.
2: Judge Judy and executioner. Yeah, like I'm not going to sit going on
0: like, no, no. I think that was totally, yeah, totally called for by the mother. Yeah, she's just going to take the
2: <laughs> take the opposite side just to be contentious.
0: Absolutely. Um,
2: <laughs> Making remark on TCG, <laughs> he'll have me back if I row. Yeah. Um, no, like I think I think that like it's undeniable. Like I, I'm trying, I'm really trying to exercise empathy these days. Same. Um, and look at these cases; like you can even hear the difference in true crime coverage from before and mm. from now. You know, and and this is kind of to judge the parents is kind of like par- partially victim blaming, but the real victim in this whole thing is Jan. And totally, yeah. She's nine when they meet; she's twelve when she gets abducted. Like, there's no sense of autonomy with her. It's kind of like you're relying on your parents, and it's a kind of message the parents out there to be a a bit more aware and I, I to be honest, I don't think there's very many people who would be that naive nowadays to let that shit happen. Yeah. But the seventies and eighties seemed to be people just could not believe that shit happened. Especially in Ireland, you had priests fucking horsing yards of Mickeys mm. into young lads. Yeah. Christian brothers, priests, bishops, having secret families and, and then you fucking, had the Magdalene and laundries but, selling yeah, the children. Selling babies, yeah. child trafficking um, like it's it's ongoing, and people just kind of accept it because they don't.
0: This podcast is brought to you by the Vatican. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I've done
2: an, I've done an episode on the Vatican. I have one on the Magdalene Laundries coming. Jesus, uh, yeah. We've done we've, we've a Pizzagate episode coming in a couple of weeks. Like this shit is real. Like the mm. fucking the the, the thing. It is real. Yeah, but people,
0: it's still happening. Like it's which is horrible. But I think that there's more. Like, it's it's horrible that people have to go through it, but it's like, you kind of are impressed by Jan becoming an ambassador to, oh, f- to speaking
2: up. 100%.
0: And encouraging other victims to come forward and as well. And in order
2: to have a peaceful life yeah. and a settled mind.
0: You need to make peace with she it. She just
2: has to make peace with the fact that her parents made terrible mistakes. Totally, yeah. But she forgives them. And look at, if she can forgive them, we can probably forgive them.
0: Uh, you can. <laughs> I mean,
2: she's the one that's going to be alive with the whole thing. Totally. Um, Tell them all about
1: it, those conspiracy guys.
2: So let's 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 talk about then what exactly happened. Uh, Bob Barstold moved into this neighbourhood, mm-hmm. uh, into this p- uh, p- Pocatello, Idaho, and uh, Mary Ann Jan's mother had an eye out for a fresh piss mate inside in the church, and she saw the back of Bob's well-manicured head, and she was like, "Oh, what a nice haircut. He looks a bit like uh, Robert Redford in that movie with, uh, what was that one where he's a, a movie producer with Barbra Streisand? The Way We Were.
0: The Way We Were. You, you already know more than I do.
2: Uh, he looks, I was saying
0: he's like the Beatles. He's he looks, like a ginger he, beetle.
2: He, yeah, he, lo- he does look very much like Robert Redford in The Way We Were, mm. and um, I'm sure she had, like, uh, you know... Mm. Uh, an 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 underwear moment, uh, seeing him, especially if her own husband seemed to be maybe lately homosexual and mm. maybe not satisfying her in the bedroom, so she went over and started to how do you do what's the crack, and it ended up that Bob Birch told yeah. Robert Birch told ended up becoming like a second father, like a like a the favorite fun uncle, yeah. fun daddy, um, and he had five kids of his own and he had a wife and they lived in the same neighborhood, but their families. Like intrinsically intertwined, their their kids all made friends. The 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 dads the t- made friends. The, two the mothers Bobs. made friends. Yeah, yeah. everybody was Bob squared. Yeah, hey Bob, hey Bob. <laughs> I couldn't find I couldn't find um Bob Birchtold's wife's name. I looked everywhere and I couldn't find the fucking thing.
0: I think she wants it that way.
2: Do you think so? Ah, yeah. Couldn't, I couldn't find her name, her first name <laughs> or her name now.
0: I definitely think she because I didn't get her name either. I think she wants it that way.
2: I even have in the notes here and his wife name here. Because I was like, to put the name in later on to find it. And I went looking and I couldn't find the bitch's name.
0: Because I even, I told you I wrote a family tree and a timeline down here. There's no name.
2: Isn't it crazy? Yeah. I'm sure, I'm sure she's like... I'm
0: sure she's changed
2: it. Yeah. All the. Birch, I would have. All the Birchtold's kids are gone. So Birchtold was classified as a, a master manipulator in the documentary and in all the, the uh, uh, documentation online. And there's not a lot. There's not even a Wikipedia page about this thing. This is very like... It's Um, very
0: minimal on Wikipedia. Very
2: minimal on online at all. Mm. It tells the bare bones of the story. There's no deep dives. There's a lot of stuff in the book. So if you're going to tell your own story, you know, you get get to own your own narrative. Yeah. And... um, There is not a whole lot to be found in the FBI files, the FBI.gov files on it either because they're not going into the details a lot of stuff is redacted. And the FBI were involved from the very start when she went missing because it was an international kidnapping or whatever. Yeah. But like there's nothing can be found about this, only the documentary, Mm. which seems weird to me as well. Well,
0: also the book, but the book doesn't give a full source of accounts than the documentary does. And we'll the documentary that, yeah. just tells the story. Yeah.
2: But doesn't tell the whole story. Because I found stuff online that's not included in the documentary for narrative reasons. Mm. But if you're going by Mary Ann's book, The Mother's yeah. Book, yeah. obviously she's going to tell it to her favour.
0: Sure. Yeah. Do you well, know what I mean? Tell yeah. her own propaganda. I think, yeah, she was writing it and then she was also kind of putting Jan on the podium to kind of tell the story, also. So yeah. I I'm I'm hoping Jan got a saying, going, Mother, that is not what happened at all.
2: Uh I think she does on the on the circuit, because yeah. people ask her questions, you know? Yeah. But um, for to be a master manipulator and to get into the child's life...
0: Um, he was so charismatic. Massively he, so. Like... Charmer. Charmer. Someone said to me, what is it? They were, He was as charismatic as a man who invented drinking milk from a cow.
2: Wow. Because... How do you convince the cow to let her suck your... What, su- suck how, your how, do her you,
0: how do you walk up to a group of men and go, I'm just after discovering no, 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 bear with me.
2: <laughs> just,
0: just, just humor me for a minute now. We're all going to go to this cow in the field. It's like, mate, whatever you do in your spare time, is up to you. It's like, no, no, no. Like,
2: Have the you ever charisma,
0: tried the charisma. <laughs> <of, laughs> to like, get other people involved. Like, you can be stupid by yourself, but to, yeah. the, 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 like, I think Robert Birchdall nearly had the same level of charisma. Just, he was a schmoozer. He was, could it's, charm snakes. It's, it's, yeah. uh,
2: it's, it's Jim Jones level. It's, it's mm. uh, Charlie Manson level. Like, he was able to manipulate... And you know what? Some people are given that gift. Yeah. But the gift is not just the manipulation. The gift is being able to spot the people that that shit will work on.
0: Yeah, but I also believe in the environment, he was probably dealt an easy hand as well. Like, he wasn't... In the middle of the Bronx, <laughs> or in the yeah, middle yeah, of yeah. like Compton, where everyone's already on edge and everybody is <laughs> has has experience in a life. Natural I cynicism. Natural cynicism. Mm. I believe he was dealt an easy hand, and he saw an opportunity.
2: I think maybe because he chose to move to Pocatello, Idaho, yeah. it was probably like, "Let's go somewhere where there's easy pickings. I'm I'm good at this thing. Let's go." Do yeah. You know. Um, same with Ted Bundy did the same thing. He would go to these places where people wouldn't expect a man to lead you to his yellow Volkswagen Beetle and then bring you off and murder you and rape your dead body. Like, no one expects that. No. Really. Um. So yeah, he he, he wanted to get at Jan. He had his, his heart set on Jan but in order to get at her, he knew he would have to get through the parents. Mm. Get the parents on side. So he began a family grooming regimen that Ingratiated him into the Broberg family as a loved member, and in the docu in the documentary, Marianne talks of Bob seducing her, telling her how beautiful she was, she had lovely legs, and giving her an old, you know, the fried egg on the knee, a bit, a bit of slap and tickle, mm. and uh, you know, she said, and very weirdly, <laughs> I feel <laughs> yeah. very weirdly, yeah, yeah, she said, and he would touch me and tell me how beautiful I was, and then she had this kind of wry smile, mm. remembering. The attention. I don't know, was it the attention? Maybe she was remembering.
0: But she was in love with him. She... Oh, man. Don't forget that she wasn't massively in love with someone and felt this was being reciprocated. She didn't realise she was being used to get
2: to her daughter. Yeah. She uh, thought this was genuine. She was telling that at the start of the doc and smiling very weirdly, and I'm like... It, yeah. This motherfucker like, kidnapped and raped your daughter and you're reminiscing about him like giving you like tickles on the knee mm. and telling you you were good looking? And... That's weird to me.
0: Yeah, and she was just like, we just kissed. Maybe I stayed a little bit too long. But that's all we did. That's all we did, okay? That's all yeah. we did. And then...
2: Y- <laughs> Almost juvenile in that way, right? <sighs> yeah. Where she's not like... you know. And then we we had... We had sex. <laughs>
0: they didn't. No, I know, but yeah. like... <laughs> yeah. In that
2: weird way where you're like, did you, did you, did you, did you see it? Did you touch it? Did no, you? I didn't, didn't touch it. <laughs> like, it yuck. But like, I was thinking about it. I don't know. Yeah. Like,
0: but she was getting attention...
2: Is fucking From, weird, man.
0: It is. It's she was getting attention. Do you know? Do you know what also is also weird? So B, we're gonna we're gonna say Bob for the dad or the dad, and we're gonna say B. B was a handyman, and he comes in, and he fucking constructs a wall between, like Jan shared a bed uh, a bedroom with uh, her sister Karen, constructs a wall. Between the two daughters' beds Like I get pissed off When the fucking toilet seat is up Do you think I wouldn't Not notice a fucking wall being built Is that what he did yeah you know, my sister, He built a wall According to the documentary In between the two beds To separate Jan even more And to go in that and visit is, her
2: That is fucking weird It's bro. not
0: even his own fucking house And he goes "Uh, Just gonna he build like, a wall
2: He built like a wall Or just a partition
0: Just like trumped it out Just like built a wall Completely excluded Karen Didn't lock her in now But like excluded Karen from John
2: We've got to get rid of these Karens Coming over here Taking our (laughs) Blocking our cocks (laughs) Okay I want to touch kids In my own time In my own country Okay That's fucked up Did he build an actual like A a cubicle
0: A cubicle A,
2: A rape cubicle
0: if we're gonna call it that.
2: Oh man. Yeah. That is fucking weird. I didn't know that. The
0: parents weren't okay with it, but they just again were
2: What do you do? She's built it now. <laughs> How are you gonna go and ask him to take it down? I'd I think be this, raging. Mother, I'd this be absolutely raging. this motherfucker was like a child rapist through politeness. Like the people were just too polite to say, Can you please stop sexually assaulting our children?
0: That I, I feel that when people are in these situations that they don't speak up, they need to
2: speak up. Uh, On everything. Even if it's not happening to you.
0: Like, well... uh,
2: Hey, that's weird. Hey, shut up. It's nothing to do with you. Well, you know... Well, hang on, you... Stop fingering your child in an Aldi. (laughs) Like, it's weird. Like, yeah, but it's my child, and it's in an Aldi. And you're like...
0: Cabra's very different from Ranla. Yeah. (laughs) There's no Aldi here.
2: (laughs) We don't get an Aldi. We
0: don't have
2: an Aldi. But yeah, it's just just so bananas that... Mad. That... Yeah. They would just let it happen.
0: Yeah. They, they and they say in the documentary, we were not okay about it. We're doing that. Like, I just want to let that be known. It's like, dude, that is shot to shit because what the casual fuck? You know, Here's here's the rub. Here's the
2: rub. Literally, here's the rub. So he had seduced Marianne, Jan's mother. Yeah. And made her feel like a thousand dollars. Yeah. Right? All green and wrinkly. And was like, yeah, you have lovely legs and you got nice hair and like your lips are the right (laughs) shape. Ooh. And nice set of Delph, Marianne. And she was all like, oh,
0: stop. Oh, you.
2: <laughs> Whatever compliments he gave her, she was still smiling about that shit on the documentary. Mm. For, t- 40 years later.
0: In the aftermath.
2: In the aftermath.
0: Yeah, that's...
2: Like, them's are some good compliments. <sighs> you want to find out what, he, what, what his lines are. Yeah. What his pickup lines are. Because that shit works. Jesus, yeah. But not only did he do that then. But he also, in a way, kind of seduced the, the father. Seduced Bob.
0: Can we? So you're twenty one minutes into the documentary and you find this out. Yeah. Twenty one minutes in and you just go,
1: "Whoa! Uh-oh.
2: It's it's crazy,
0: and it's it actually happened.
2: It actually happened, and and we don't even know we don't even know how or why. Oh, but, we know how, but the, no, we, <laughs> we don't. don't we don't really know how. Like, how does anyone get? convinced into giving somebody else a wank
0: there supposedly let's let's
2: let's tell the story first and then you and then yeah uh, so he 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 seduced jan's father bob yeah hey bob who i I mean i presume must have had some kind of latent homosexual inclinations right he 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 called over to bob's work bob worked in a florist called over and he went bob quick you gotta get in the car and come with me and he's like uh, but I gotta, I got the store. He's like, close up the store. Come on, we gotta go. Urgency. And yeah. he got him in the car, and he drove him out into the country. Mm. And then the whole way he was going, she "I don't like my wife anymore, and I, I'm, I don't, I don't think the the marriage is gonna last, and I'm so horny, I'm just so horny, and I want the white stuff to come out, Bob. And it's just like, and then he just like whips out his cock
0: and says, "Can you give me some relief?
2: Can you give me some relief? Which is, I mean, death is that has worked at every. Kaylee, I've ever been at. Every Gael talked Uh but it's hard to say it in Irish.
1: Uh,
2: and we'll and we'll and we'll catch a gum.
0: We'll Yeah, I don't know. Oh, like wanking is like self-pollution in yes, in, in the Irish in language. In the Irish language, it is. It's, it's to pollute oneself, so you
2: can't do it to oneself, but you yeah. can pollute somebody else. Like Al Gore, yeah. it's just so odd that he gets him in the car. After seducing his wife, yeah. drives him out to a remote location. Mm. I mean, make out point. There's a reason. You have to drive the girl to the location where it's dark, there's nobody else around, yeah. because she'll do sexual things because of, you know, it's the privacy. implication. Privacy. No, yeah, no, yeah. the implication that, like, even if you don't want to do it, there's mm. nobody around to stop it from happening, so you might as well go along with it.
0: Mm. It was...
2: Is that not the way, is that, I mean, it's made to seem like real romantic in all the movies. Like, from but personal I always
0: experience.
1: F-
2: no, <laughs> I'm saying I always fu- I always thought that driving a girl to like a mountaintop overlook, yeah. while romantic, when you're listening to music on the radio or whatever, if you pull out like a hard cock and you're like, well, what are we going to do with this dick? Um, the implication is like...
0: He would be limping if, if a lad But <laughs> in the, the that 70s, that. yeah,
2: the girls in the 70s are like, oh, well, I suppose... We can't, we can't put it away hard or whatever. Those, those, those bell bottoms are awful tight, and they just like would feel obliged to do stuff.
0: And the dad just was like, oh, "I had to, I, t- I had to relieve him." Yeah, like his his w- chosen he t- he said words. In, yeah. I had to relieve my friend. Yeah, as in, like, what would you have done? I would not have done it.
2: What? I would not. What we're saying here, people, is oh, God. Bob Birch told drove Bob Broberg
0: into homosexuality.
2: It, <laughs> <laughs> drove, drove him into it like cattle into a field <laughs> he drove he, he he interrupted his work day essentially I think kind of kidnapping him in a way
0: yeah oh absolutely there's Dro- no other word for kids. Say stay constant he man, has a brand
2: man napping yeah drove him out into a fucking country road yeah complained about his wife took out his dick and went well and then yeah But Bob, Bob Broberg was almost obliged to be like Okay. Mwah. There and was just...
0: no hesitation from the dad.
2: Well, this is the thing. You see, we don't know about the hesitation or how much hesitation there was or wasn't.
0: <laughs> we, <can> only... <laughs> we don't know anyone's past or present. Exactly.
2: <laughs> we don't know the intricate details, but we can only surmise by the crying that the man did on the documentary f- 40 years later. Mm. That it was like reasonably fast and somewhat voluntary, yeah, but then immediately regretted.
0: Well, we also don't know if it was a one case or if it was a, a more than one case event.
2: Or was it just a wank or Did it go out any further?
0: There you go. So, so in there's we know about the one tapes, wank. There's tapes in the documentary where yeah. uh, B says, "I had a sexual relationship with her father." Yes, a relationship is like a regular thing. Where you would like, imagine it would be, you can have a sexual incidents which is a single event so it's kind of a bit grey
2: yeah if you had sex with someone once you wouldn't say it's a sexual relationship you'd be like that one time did that thing that happened Mm -hmm. but like I think Bob Birch told when he's saying we had a sexual relationship because later on he uses these relationships with the mother and the father as tools for blackmail
0: like he was so, very like, calculated. He was very, very calculated.
2: Yeah. One and the- brave. Like how I don't know <laughs> Ellis, you don't have a dick, so it's quite hard. <laughs> like if a woman comes along and and you know, lobs out her fanny, mm. throws throws a fanny up on the table mm. and goes well, any any takers? Like if you're throwing yourself in that fashion at somebody, more often than not, unless it's absolutely abhorrent.
0: They don't call it ballsy for nothing.
2: This is it. This is it. <laughs> you got the balls to do that thing. Yeah. Because you kind of need to put your balls on the line. Like, there's no woman that's getting... Yeah. Like, turned down for sex regularly. Like, it's not... Yeah. ...a thing that get... I mean... Yeah, you know what I'm saying. This... But to pull your dick out...
0: This is where... On anybody. <laughs> on anybody. Man just like, or woman. Big swinger. here we a, go. And
2: expect anyone to do Stop. that and... To it. To, to... And not only that, though. But, but to bring him to... To climax... As well. Yeah. Like on somebody else for a first time. <laughs> like fair play. Like he knew what he was... <laughs> well, he knew uh, what he was working with.
0: Isn't it your own like... You know how your own <laughs> Yeah, but that's not...
2: That's the same as like... You know how a car <laughs> drives. But they're all different cars. They all have their... The indicators are in different places.
0: And, <laughs> it's sometimes wife, it's at the front. Sometimes it's at the left yeah, or the right. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So
2: like... Um, um, It's a car essentially. And you yeah. know how to drive a car. But like...
0: I was just in shock
2: absolutely at
0: this point you're 21 minutes in and it just does a 180 and you're like what the fuck i was kind of it's the documentary set up so well when they have the fbi agent come in as the voice of sense yeah because he said he like bob birch told calculated sexual encounters with the parents to hold this over them yeah. He was always focused oh, on John. he knew what he was doing. He was like, he said in the documentary, he was like, it's like a domino, you know, uh, these are the pieces that are going to fall to minimize the distance between me and Jan. And you're just like, in shock. As a viewer, in shock.
2: Yeah, but it, he also could have blew his whole cover as well as his load that day. Like, he... He, <laughs> he probably did both. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. But he, like, can Jeez. you imagine if he had done that and it didn't work out? Like, he pulled out his cock... To like the the father of the child he was trying to groom after spending a long time doing it and like seducing the mother yeah and let it just hang there in like a salty silence while we, Bob Bob Broberg decided I'm gonna yeah. to touch it or not like that's
0: we've watched that's a I, big gamble I feel that it would have gone his way anyways given the like the behaviors because we watch documentary we know yeah what they have done yeah so. I think he just would have gotten away with it anyways. I think there was n- there was very little <laughs> scope for failure here. Do you think
2: he picked, and this is maybe a good jump the head a little bit, do you think he picked the Brobergs because he's like, right, well, I need a kid who's around 10 or 11 because that's my thing. Mm. And if she's the child of a latently homosexual man and like an unridden horny woman in her early thirties. I think. That I could like yeah. get the dad to suck my dick and get the mad to suck my dick. And then they're both in a Mormon religion.
1: Mm. So
2: it means that if they're found out by their community, they'll be shunned as like sexual deviants. And then I'll have the child all to myself. That so he was just looking for some 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 dysfunctional family that had like, you know, self-esteem problems and they had like, you know, these, these, like it's I I say dirty secrets, but it's not mm. it's not a dirty secret if you're yeah in a, you start a relationship and then you're like oh I'm, uh, my sexuality is developing or whatever and you're like I want to go, like find a few cocks now or whatever like it's totally fine to do now and there's you know society will fill in the gaps around you and like the child is not disenfranchised and sent to a laundry and shit yeah. um or you're not like you don't have to leave the country and get a job in another in another city in another country like. Um, but at that time in the Mormon religion, it was super staunch.
0: I think it could have been any family because he chose that community.
2: Yeah, but how do you get the dad on, how do you get the dad like offside? Do you know what I mean? Like the way that Bob uh, Broberg was talking, he, he, he's not like an alpha dude. He's not like a confrontational dude. Mm. He's also like fond of a willy or two. Like it seemed like the perfect storm where he was like, okay. If I can like get the parents into like sexually shameful situations, yeah, then I just have like open open season on the on the kids,
0: even if the dad were not to go ahead, I think he would have held that over the father anyways, and would have accused them,
2: yeah, it's harder though to accuse me of something they didn't do, yeah, because you have to have that internal guilt, mm. it was the internal guilt that kept Bob Broberg quiet,
0: totally, but if he like he already had. One up on the family with the relationship with the mother, anyways.
2: Yeah, but the thing is, yeah, if he hadn't nailed the dad.
0: Yes, I think that was the turning point.
2: With something absolutely concrete. Mm. If it had just been a regular dad, mm. like one of the days, the dad just like come out with a gun or a fucking baseball bat and batter the cunt to death. Yeah, it's not only is he riding his wife, he's riding his daughter, mm. and whatever, however beta or however like non toxically masculine. A man needs to be like some kind of middle America like, hey man, you fucking my wife. Hang on, I'll take off my trigger hat and beat you to death.
0: Where was everyone's guns? This was based in America.
2: This is in Idaho as well. (laughs) Very gun friendly. (laughs) So like if you're fucking with someone's missus and their family, like you're going to get shot. He needed something absolutely ironclad, Mm. steadfast. Yeah. And it was a huge gamble to bop his cock out that day in the car. But it fucking paid off. Yeah, like, I, d- like, I think the dad
0: knows that was his turning point. Such that was a his... huge thing. Yeah, and he ca- he carried <laughs> it. <laughs> that's what she said. He, ca- <laughs> <laughs> he, ca- he carried
2: it to nearly to his grave. Yeah. Apparently, the documentary was the first time that he'd ever said that out loud or admitted to he it. He
0: hadn't said in the book. You're right. Yeah.
2: That's that's ma- like he said it on camera for the first time to anyone. That's why when you see it, such a genuine reaction, reaction. breaks down crying, and you could put your heart crossways in you when you're watching it because it's a real. He hadn't. And as you said, they were so polished on the doc. Mm. The girls had their stories told and told and told, either mm. to therapy or to loads of TV shows and stuff, because they were going, like, Chan Broberg was already on Dr. Phil all before they made this documentary. Wow. So, like, poor El Baba told no one about nothing. Yeah. He was just like the da. And everyone was wondering, like, you're such a bad parent, you're such a bad parent. And during the documentary, he's like, the reason I didn't say anything is because he ma- he made me wank him off in the car and then he held that over me because I didn't want to, Get called out for it, yeah. and everyone was kind of like, oh Bob, why didn't you say something like?" That? Mm. And he dies a year later. Then
1: yeah, he's
0: he's passed since. Um, and like the FBI agent was saying, that is where the faults of the parents were. Is that, mm. and it's argue you can argue that the parents were protecting themselves rather than their daughter.
2: And he did say that, yeah, yeah, the, the FBI agent did say that. Like it's so um calculated by Birch told totally. And it's very hard, like I said, it's very hard to find the stuff online about this guy. You can't really find mm-hmm. out a whole lot about his early life. Mm. Um, but, like, he, he muscled his way into this family. Nobody knew anything about him. Mm-hmm. And he would often stay in the Broberg's house and he'd sleep in the bed beside Jan. Do
0: you know how he did that?
2: How did he do that? He
0: got us. There's a psychologist. Yes. So he was saying that um, to Mary Ann, yeah. uh, I had a very turbulent childhood where mm. I was, like, molested as a child. He which said
2: he's auntie. Auntie, yeah. Used to to touch his willy.
0: And the way to get over it is to lie in bed with your daughter and listen to these tapes. Just the two of us, after he's put the wall in.
2: Hypnosis tapes.
0: Hypnosis tapes. And when the mother nods her head going, well... You know, the psychologist said so, or the FBI, or she was like, the psychologist was like disbarred. And I was like, I wouldn't let a man, like, I've no kids, but I've no doubt that I wouldn't let a man talk his way into getting into my child's room, building a wall yeah, to listen to tapes sleeping next to her. And they were like, yeah, we had a problem the whole time, but... We just let it happen and it seem, I
2: was... It, it seems unbelievable. Fuming like in the would chair you watching even, this. Would you even let a strange man into your bed and let him listen to a podcast while the two of you are going to sleep? <laughs> like a lot of people wouldn't even let uh, like a, a, a part-time lover... No, stay I... over and sleep for the night because there's a certain like intimacy in letting somebody sleep in the bed beside you yeah there's a certain like safety there's a subconscious kind of like will this motherfucker like smother me in my sleep like do i trust this person i trust him to ride me but i might not trust him to fall asleep <laughs> beside me
0: i um, i think you know you need to be careful of who definitely you let into your house or your life. Or your life, mm. you know. Um, yeah, obviously I have to...
2: Well, there's three or four people that know that you're here tonight.
0: Yeah, I sent my location to... Captain. No, I'm saying for me. Oh, for you. Yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just be careful who you let into your house.
0: One of, one of mine is... Uh, she's captain in the military, so yeah, be careful. <laughs> you're like, Fuckin hell. fucking hell.
2: Fucking... There's microphones everywhere now. This
0: is how you aren't invited back, folks. <laughs> you scare the the host.
2: <laughs> I'm good. There's this not look. We we have we have mobile phones. Them shits listen to everything.
0: He's, oh my god! I see my
2: Instagram ads. Jesus, yeah. Um, yeah. So you have to be careful who you let in your house. You will to say
0: a thousand percent. You have to be very careful, regardless, and like and even more careful of who you let near your children. Yeah. You
2: know now more than ever because there's motherfuckers taking chances and shit. I'm looking at videos on. On Reddit mm-hmm. And uh, there's like You know A family's at a cafe And the security camera shows And some motherfucker comes along On a moped And the lad gets There's two of them the lad gets off the back Throws the child into a headlock Pulls it out of the The Chair, child uh, seat
0: Abducts the child and,
2: and just hops up on the back Of the motorbike And drives off and The child is gone And that's it man I've seen like that's 25 sad. videos like that.
0: Jesus. Like, number one, what is wrong with your YouTube algorithm? That this <laughs> uh, is like, I go look over that shit. You go look on, and man. this is research. <laughs> number two, But that's painfully sad. It? Like it, it's Happens. really, it's so sad what this family went through. But then there's some moments where you're like, you don't have sympathy for them when they <laughs> as well had let this predator in and let this predator so close to their daughter on regular occasions.
2: It's the internal battle yeah. for both of us and the listener, the dear listener at home the internal battle of knowing how much of a cunt Robert Birch told is and how manipulative he is, but also allowing that manipulation to manifest itself in kidnapping and rape. Mm. Like, there's a cultural and perhaps um, time-sensitive or, or era and decade-sensitive decade sensitive, uh, point of view that you'd have to have or... Yeah. Like the the attitude you'd have to have towards these events. So like, oh, it was the seventies. Do you know shit? Shit was different in the seventies, man.
1: Mm.
2: Like in the twenties, there was cocaine in Coca Cola, actual cocaine. Like, so people would pay five cent for a bottle of Coca Cola and be like, <laughs> "All right, man, fucking Delhi, I, I, I yeah. fucking about bottle of coke <clears throat> You know, mm. real cocaine in it. Heroin was legal until the late thirties. Yeah, do you know? Um
0: uh, man was saying, I didn't even know what the word a pedophile was.
2: And the thing is, people knew people knew yeah. that grown-ups fuck children. But if you're in a sequestered community in a very staunch religious organization where sex is not really talked about at all, and you're married to a man who would rather marry a woman and have a family mm. than like come out and live his true self as a yeah. as a gay man. Yeah. Whether he is or, or not gay, like whatever, but like the 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 seeming narrative for me is that Bob Broberg was a gay dude who was born into a Mormon family who couldn't be gay because it's not allowed. Mm. So he just got married to a woman and didn't fuck her. Only for to have the three kids that they had. So they had sex at least three times. And then Ywan left unfucked and feeling, you know, put out the pasture. Had like some Robert Redford looking motherfucker snake up and be all like, oh, you have a lovely pair of legs. And all he had to do was give her three compliments, and he was able to make off with her child. Like, that's a toxic situation. It's like, that's really to think fucking of. weird. Yeah, it
1: is. Do it's, you know? Yeah.
2: But for him to ingratiate himself like that and be able to, like, convince with high levels of bullshit Mm. like i have to listen to these tapes now did you hear i heard the clips of the tapes the tapes are all like you are strong powerful woman you do not need to smoke like it's this kind of stuff you know he fucking made it up himself it was all it was all basically like asmr porn that he would listen to yeah while he'd be lying beside
0: the jan
2: jan looking at her asleep and sometimes when he get to go into the bed, like you're talking about now. Like a uh, three I, yeah. Three or four nights a week. Yeah. For a year. Jesus. Yeah. This grown man would leave his own family up the street, his wife in the bed, and he's five children in the house.
1: Terrifying. At yeah. night
2: time, at the nighttime, the bedtime of a twelve year or a ten year old child. Mm. Which is what? Nine o'clock, ten o'clock. Sure. Yeah. This con would tap out of the game at nine o'clock at night and walk up to the Brobergs in his gym jams and go up into a room that he has built a fucking partition in. Yeah. And then give her a little nighttime sleepy snoozy snooze suite and be like, here, this will help you sleep better. Mm. And then she's passed out. And then he threw on a set of headphones and wank himself into oblivion while he's touching her in the bed at nighttime. And she's not getting up or moving or making a sound because she's fucking whacked out on on sleepy time juice, it was, and the parents in the other room just being like, "Yep, there's a grown Sounds man. Sounds legit. Sounds legit. There's a grown man in the fucking bed that we and we've allowed it because he's explained to us that
0: it's for therapy.
2: It's the therapy because his aunt touched him, so in order for him to be able to sleep at night, we have to let him in the bed. Like th- th- at that level,
0: you you can you can understand how people got the backlash. Like people were very angry with the parents.
2: Even just saying it back in that way, yeah. I thought about it in my head and I've written it down, <laughs> but I haven't actually said it out loud. Yeah. I'm incensed. You can probably tell yeah. by my body language. Yes. I'm actually incensed. Like, what do you fucking value? Getting caught for giving a lad a wank in a car. Or
0: the safety of your daughter.
2: But but not even that. Like, what do you think the public would f- vilify you for more? For giving a lad a wank in a car once. Mm. Do you know? Yeah. Rubbing it on his fucking merino wool jumper and then just high fiving and just walking home. Mm. Cause a wank is a wank, right? <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> so in some, like in Amsterdam, it's currency. I don't know. A wank <laughs> is a wank, right? What would you get in more trouble for? Giving a lad a wank or allowing a grown man from up the road with a wife and five kids sleep four or five nights a week while he listens to a weird tape? And gives your daughter drugs that make her sleepy and groggy when she wakes up in the morning. And
0: you've given permission for this. And he's
2: fucking fingering your 11-year-old daughter mm. to bits while he's pulling the guts out of himself at night time. And you're lying asleep with your wife, not fucking her, having nightmares about giving him a wank in the car. And then your wife is on the other side of the bed, frigging the bean off herself, hoping that he'd come in and fucking ride her one of the nights. <laughs>
0: shouldn't be laughing but, but
2: that's what it's about that's it's the fucking shit like the, think of the levels there yeah. like the child is knocked out with pills the dad's riddled with guilt because he's like latently homosexual and he gave a lot of wank in the car it, and then yeah. the mother is absolutely dying for the fucking ride
0: it just shows how calculated oh man but he it's was, how, how
2: toxic and fucked up is that situation massively
0: it, that's why it's so shocking and it's like I can't believe it's just 90 minutes of a documentary I was expecting Six oh, She chilling. could
2: get six episodes and the producers are talking about making more. But it's like, nah, man, give it to us all the first time. Like, don't fuck around here. There's and there's so much yeah. more to this story that we weren't told. Yeah. Like the, the origins yeah. of Robert Burst told he'd committed crimes beforehand. But here we get into the actual crime. The actual thing he did. That was just like get ready, motherfuckers. This is that was the prelude. That was like the yeah. set the scene.
0: We're twenty one minutes in.
2: <laughs> <laughs> more than that. Like, but 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 like that's just like the aperitif to the actual crime. itself. That's crying the starter. Itself. Yeah. son of the main course. Let's, uh, Eilish, let's uh, bring us through the first abduction.
0: So the first abduction, um, Birch kidnapped Jan. And how he did it was he took her on her own, in his car, on a horse riding trip. He said to the mother, he he said, I'm going to bring her on a horse riding trip. hmm and the father wasn't home at this stage. So he had calculated that the dad would not be home.
1: To I'm object. Rel- to object. Yeah.
0: Uh, I'm not going to be outnumbered. I'm going to say to the mother, I'm taking the daughter. And um, he was uh, he was already in a semi-physical relationship with her. And told her that he would go pick up Jan after music lessons. And at first, Mary Ann was like, no, maybe not. Maybe like she has piano lessons. He's like, that's fine, I'll pick her up. Uh, okay, just make sure she's home before the dad gets home. Yeah. And then when they got into the car, Bob gave her what she thought was an antihistamine because she had allergies to horses, but it was actually...
2: Sleepy, sleepy, nighttime snoozy snooze juice. Was sleeping
0: pills. And she fell yeah, asleep man. very quickly. And she thinks, like... So when, like, now, Jan talking in the documentary was saying, um, you know, she was fading in and out of sleep. She remembers being in the car. It was all groggy. Did
2: you ever take sleeping pills?
0: Uh, nah, I wish I could for planes though have you ever taken sleeping pills
2: yeah they're great (laughs)
0: it's like I've heard it's like being hit out like knocked out by a train it's just boom
2: what's mad is if you take sleeping pills and then you fight to sleep
0: like your flight gets delayed oh no 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 I mean like
2: (laughs) you're at a you're at like a session and you're all sitting around listening to music and you're like I take these sleeping pills and then fight to sleep and then when you get to the other side of it it's almost hallucinogenic or like you're delusional it's like you go into like a weird place in your brain where Things aren't real, and
0: you're really selling it to me, though. I should pick that up in my Dunn sheet. On it's, the way. it's it's an excellent <laughs>
2: and cheap recreational drug, to be honest. If you're willing to <laughs> take it, and yeah. fight <laughs> to sleep. Yeah, you ever heard of Qualudes?
0: Qua- no. You're in the
2: movies, they're like, "Hey man, you're on the Qualudes.
0: If you're not laughing, you're learning. Like what's
2: <laughs> Qualudes were really big in the '70s. They're in uh, the Wolf of Wall Street.
0: Oh yeah. And
2: okay. they take those those things. And he's like Steve Madden. Like they make you all Special Olympics. So if you take them, they're like really strong sleeping tablets. Jesus, yeah. And then you fight the sleep. sleep. And then you end up like being like crazy fucked up on them. Jesus. So they stopped making them in like the 80s.
0: Oh, they'd have to, yeah. <laughs> yeah,
2: because people were abusing them. But it's like a great come down if you're coming down off a of Coke. You take a sleeper and, oh, you know, so oh the, in the go. 70s we're all like lo- loads of Coke. And are like, okay, hey, we have to go to sleep sometime. And take then you take the Quaaludes.
0: <coughs> That's two. We have we've a, a counter.
2: <laughs> and, uh. Yeah and then they figured out Because they're on coke Because they didn't go sleep And they're like Oh my god These quaaludes make me fucked up
1: Yeah
2: So like I'm sure He's giving her loads of sleepers mm. And you can In the doc It's trying to show like You know Spooky you know, Spooky scenes And the screens moving around And stuff But like I'm sure It, it seems and feels Unreal mm. To her young mind Where yeah. she's like I can't even believe That this is happening I, I, Are we at the horse stables yet? Like what the fuck is going on? Yeah, it's not just like here, take like, does this clot smell like chloroform to you, and then you're just blacked out? It's sure, like, yeah, b- and whatever he might be putting in, like, post-hypnotic suggestions into her mm. brain and stuff as well. There's an awful lot of layers to the yeah. drugs that he was giving her.
0: And when so, they the parents didn't call the police right away, motherfuckers. Then, so the mother, uh, sorry, the wife of uh, the messages uh, basically the wife of Rob Birchtold, "Uh, was coming over saying, please don't ring anybody yet. He'll bring her home. And the parents were like, okay, fine. And mm. waited 48 hours before they contacted the FBI.
2: Yeah. And then there was way also... Way too long.
0: Way too long. But when they rang the FBI, they're like, sorry, we don't want work weekends. So then it was like five days later. Yeah.
2: It's like, you're not the post office motherfucker. Like, just kids missing, you know?
0: The kid is missing 48 hours. Um, And then... When,
2: when, Jan, when Jan fell asleep from these drugs... Yeah. I'm setting it up to say like... The next bit sounds unbelievable. The next bit sounds like bitch you tripping. But the thing is she actually was tripping. Mm-hmm. She's on them sleeping tablets. Honestly. And reality tablets. falls apart like wet tissue paper.
0: Yeah. She wakes up drugged uh-huh. in a mobile home. Yeah. And there's this box beside her, a tape recorder. I'm young, but I know what that was. Mm. <laughs> and it was like an alien race had contacted her <laughs> yeah. saying, You are like, your mother is your mother, but your father, yeah, you know, boop, 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 like the Matrix was calling her, yeah. and uh, but your father isn't your father, your, uh, your father was an alien, and you're going to meet the other member of your squad in the next room, mm. and she remembers being relieved seeing a familiar face in the next room. What was the mission? And that there was a mission, was that they had to procreate to keep th- the race Flourishing,
2: yeah. Before
0: were, her 16th birthday, there was also a time yeah. limit as well. Yeah,
2: there was. It was a uh, like a, an ovary action, definitely from her. She was like, "I need to get pregnant now." Yeah, because the aliens on the tape told her, "And you're going to be given birth to the new Messiah, the savior, the John Connor of our planet."
0: You can kind of. So you're
2: half an alien. Yeah, like, and and we're going to have to get a, like an Earth human to put a baby in you and she then we're going to take the baby off, yeah, bring it back to the home planet, and it's going to be our saviour.
0: She describes it like Christ, because she was like, I was so fully immersed in religion, that it was like yeah. Mary and the baby and yeah. Joseph would been, like, help the upbringing, and the son of God, and God wasn't there.
2: And it was a story that had been drilled into her true... Religion. Mormonism. Mormonism. So it was totally acceptable.
0: Is she... Yeah, so... But also... It, this isn't an adult this is a child mm. believing stories and like around that time there was like UFO landings so it was kind of plausible it was very topical at that time I read yeah
2: sci-fi was getting pretty big sci-fi
0: yeah. was get, was just kicking off yeah but she was it was like
2: so obedient so and so uh, like puzzled but, but still obedient to just go yeah okay and when she saw Bob Urchthold passed yeah. out in the next room covered in cuts and bruises yeah she was like oh he must have been into it like he must have been he must have been abducted as well
0: can we go back to the cuts and bruises? When the FBI found the car, yeah. it was bashed from the inside out, mm-hmm. blood all over it. The FBI are like, obviously he's then claiming, you know, meta. He was abducted. This sick man was going to be like, well, did you find my car? It was, the window was smashed. I was mm-hmm. like, dude, it was smashed from the inside out.
2: And the blood was on the outside. And the, so obviously he was crawling out of it.
0: It was crawling out of it. Weird. So,
2: like a weird alibi. That's a fucking weird alibi dude. To, 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 to like... Set up your own alien abduction.
0: Your own, your, it was a deflection. It was like, well, I I was kidnapped. You know, mm-hmm. if he ever got found, at least he had. The the FBI came across the car. Yeah. That was covered in blood. And then also a double-hander. Jan finds him covered in blood and sees him cuts and bruises. Like, oh my God, are you okay? And the shock.
2: And then she tells him, I just got this message from the aliens. You have to have sex with me and put a baby in me now. Now, trigger warning. Because I don't usually go into... ...graphic details of murders and stuff... ...no murder porn on the show... ...because it's unnecessary... ...but this part I think... um, ...speaks to the... ...mentality and the... ...I guess the diabolical nature... ...of Mm. Robert Barchtault... ...so he didn't want just like a girl... ...to just rape... ...and have in a basement... ...you know like an Elizabeth Fritzl... ...or a JC Lee Dugard... ...where... ...the man would just come in... ...and whenever he came in... ...you knew... ...okay... It's raping time, like get ready. He wanted to have somebody not dissimilar to like Jeffrey Dahmer, who was looking for a sex slave, a sex zombie, mm. and getting these men and drilling holes in their head, or like Dennis Nilsson, you know, like getting these men and keeping their bodies and trying to make them be company, but not. Like I see on TikTok a lot where they're talk th- there's this there's this uh, audio yeah where uh, you know a wife is pointing at her husband and the husband hears the audio and it's like men like to be alone
0: but not left alone
2: <laughs> but not left alone yeah and he's like they want to do something but just be in the vicinity it's a patrice o'neill bit you yeah, know? yeah yeah um so these guys just wanted like somebody a, a, like a warm body that they could fuck like like dammer, but he didn't want to have to deal with any personality or any kind of like you know like a social interaction or anything like that. He just wanted somebody to be there and he'd feed them, like, baby food and all and then just have a warm body that would cooperate mm-hmm. when he wanted to do sex things that he wouldn't have to fight every time and yeah. this kind of stuff.
0: And how they were found was... So the brother makes an appearance on the documentary, Joe, and can I just point out, he's the man...
2: The brother of Robert Barstold.
0: Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is the least... Like he's so unhappy that he's appearing on a Netflix documentary. If someone told me yeah, yeah. you are going to appear on the world's largest streaming platform and this is going to be played in homes and everyone's going to know your name across the globe. He's just not arsed. He's just like over he's, that.
2: He's really angry, I think, at the, pr- at the production for painting his brother out to be a paedophile.
0: Yes. I, I like he, Which he,
2: seems he, insane to me.
0: And yet he still makes a contribution. Yeah, yeah. And he kind of... He, he so he, he gets contacted by the dad, uh, no, uh, by Robert or B, saying I want to marry her. Yeah, and then he decides to ring, the f- the family Jan's family and go. He's not coming home until you know he marries your daughter. Yeah, and they were like, damn, I wish the FBI weren't taping. Or anybody's phones, yeah. And he goes, "Oh bollocks!" So then he ends up helping lead the FBI to find his brother. But initially, he was fighting the brother's battle. I felt from the words he was using, he was saying like, "He's not coming home until he marries her." And so it's just like,
2: "What he did say was, yeah. I knew, I knew that that Robert was into younger girls.' Yeah, he admitted to it, mm-hmm. and he'd been convicted of it before. Mm-hmm. The point I was trying to make was if you're going to have a sex slave, wouldn't you want them to be cooperative if that was your penchant, right? So what the, the construction that Robert Birchtold had put together mm. was, instead of just kidnapping Jan and tying her, uh, tying her arms and legs and having her in the cupboard in the RV, yeah. he concocted a whole story yeah. that preyed upon the religious predilections and the classic you know, messianic story the Dionysus tale, the Zarathustra, Jesus Christ, this whole thing that she had been indoctrinated with for a year, for her whole life mm-hmm. and said, like, you are the chosen one. You are the Luke Skywalker. Your baby is the saviour of the world. You are Holy Mary. You are Mary. the Madonna. You yeah. are Holy Mary. Yeah. And she was like, okay. And it so deeply uh, hooked her in. The hooks were so, so deep at a core personality level because yeah. it's her whole upbringing had been cr- like crystallized in this statement that her future baby from Bob Barchold mm. and her go- familiarity and with him exactly it yeah. was it was a, a a a father relationship that turned into a husband relationship yeah he took her in the RV to test it out and it says it in the documentary he took her in the RV to test it out did this work. And as a grown woman Jan recalls that first sexual encounter Mm -hmm. and she said he only just just the tip he only went in about an inch just popped it in a little bit Mm. and she said I was looking at the leaves through a hole in the RV and it's a fucking heartbreak It's awful to listen to and she said and he finished and I knew that that was what it was going to be and it's a it's fucking crazy That a grown man like that could, instead of him having to wrestle her and hold her down and do all the stuff that you'd have to do to somebody who was a sex prisoner. Mm. He managed to get so deep inside of her psyche and use her religious background against her to make her voluntarily give herself to him. Not only that, but he had full control over when he wasn't even with her. Yeah. And he built this thing in like secretly, like this is a fucking secret. This is a global, of global importance. Yeah. Like, it's a fucking engine that drove her into his arms wherever she was. It was a home and beacon. Mm. Like, that's how dark and insidious this shit gets.
0: Massively. And he also married her in Mexico. I, like yeah, 12, at age 12. 12 is the legal age for, to marry, like, to marry in Mexico. And he yeah. said to the parents, I'm not bringing her back until, you know, you approve or you give consent for her to be married when she's 16 back in America. Yeah and um, i'm not
2: going to bring her back unless you let unless you sign a thing to 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 let me marry her
0: unless you allow this but that that call uh, the fbi traced it and they found him
2: yeah they they managed to talk to the uh mexican authorities as well yeah and um like she's already gone for three four full days Mm -hmm. at this point yeah and they were calling back and forth uh Bob would call the family every every couple of days. Yeah. And be like, yeah, she's fine, everything's fine. Come here, have you signed that yoke to let me marry her yet? Because we're married here. And they were like... And they are like, yeah. no, not yet. And the FBI is recording all this shit. Yeah. Because they're in the house, like they're set up in the house like you'd see in the in the movies, you know. Yeah. And uh, he's ringing every day.
0: And he's threatening them. He goes, if you... If
2: you don't, you're not coming back.
0: But also, if you put this against me, if, like the fact that I have your daughter and you, or you're now out to kill me, he's like, I'm going to kill you first.
2: It's yeah. It's like,
0: you've You've kidnapped our daughter. And sorry, he's, he's they did not believe them on
2: the phone, and the FBI are listening, and he knows they're listening. Them.
0: Yeah, he goes, "If honest. you, if you catch me, I'm gonna kill you." And like the mother so is still like, like, "I don't, I still don't believe it's a kidnapping." And it's like, <laughs> it's like, what the what? The FBI was like, "No, misses, I'm sorry. Like, no, it, yeah. that's definitely what it is." I
2: I think it's mad that they got married in Mexico. Yeah, and I looked up some stats, mm. and in Mexico, apparently, yeah, it's legal. To marry a twelve-year-old in nineteen seventy-four, when this happened, right now, not so. But four percent of girls in Mexico are married before they're fifteen years of age. So before their quinceanera, which is like their um, womanhood or the womanhood, yeah, the
0: adolescence, yeah.
2: yeah. Uh, what, what do they call it? What do they call it? Not a, a bat mitzvah, yeah, whatever that is. Uh, yeah, the quinceanera, 4 percent of all girls under fifteen are married. Before 50. And then 26% uh, of all girls under 18 are married. Yeah. And it's actually illegal to marry under 18 uh, because there's uh, the Convention of the Rights of the Child in 1990 set a minimum age for marriage in Mexico at 18. Yeah. But it doesn't seem like they give a fuck. And then all of the ones that the the 4% and the 26%, so 30% of all girls under 18. Yeah. Are, are married in Mexico and of all of those the average age of the partner is six years older so like 4% of all 14 year olds are getting married to a lad who's 20 but like if you're 20 marrying a 14 year old in Mexico what the fucking fuck are you at
0: the age difference as That's well weird. between B and Jan was oh, a, years oh yeah astronomical decades, decades yeah. so he
2: was a grown ass man with loads of manipulation power and uh,
0: kids of his own I can't yeah even five begin kids to, like, but I don't
2: think he molested his own kids at all there's I, no reports of that at all but sure his wife is, is totally tight lipped totally yeah. tight lipped uh, it's probably why he was riding the children I suppose but um, it's it's fucking so insidious what he did and how he did it but he got, like you said, he got onto the FBI. The FBI were getting onto the Mexican authorities. Yeah. And the Mexican authorities basically said, okay, well, we're going to run a sting operation. and We're going to get your daughter back. Yeah. So they were arrested in uh, Mazatlan, or Mazatlan, <laughs> in Mexico. I don't know how you'd say it. Uh, they'd been gone for five weeks, ish. Yeah. That's a long time to it's... go for a, a trip to the horse stables.
0: Yeah. The mother was like explaining in his agony that her child was missing. She didn't know where she was. Like my heart went out to the mother there. As like I know you brought this man into your home, but yeah. my heart like nobody would wish this on any family.
2: So the Mexicans caught him. Yeah, arrested them both.
0: Arrested the two brought, of them.
2: Brought them back, handed him over to the FBI. Brought him back to Idaho. They're both in. Like the Jan is brought back to the family. Yeah, Birch told us in jail. Yeah, and then the the Broberg's are like, you know what? It's totally fine. That don't worry about it. Because Birch wife came over and said, Please don't press charges. Well, but at this, in the same breath, she took Bob into the back room and was like, Come here, you know that wank? Do you want everyone to know about that wank? And all the rest. And this is when the accusations came out.
0: This is when it all came out. So uh, B bribed one of the Mexican guards with his ring a gold to, ring. A gold ring. Probably his wedding ring on. you know it doesn't mean much to me anyways.
2: Yeah, she's too tight-lipped. <laughs>
0: and uh, said to Jan, you can't tell anybody. This is when he starts digging more and more into her psyche. He goes, you cannot tell anybody about the mission. There's four things. You can't tell anybody about the mission. Um, if you do, your father is going to, like, is going to be... Vaporized. Vaporized. So don't talk about aliens.
2: Your sisters. Your sisters will go blind.
0: Your sister's going to go blind. Uh, don't talk about the relaxing pills. Don't talk about the mission. And then he also threatened that he would take the next sister, which was Susan. Mm. So she, So that separated the father figure from Jan, mm. because she felt okay if I have a. If I continue the relationship, the father-daughter dynamic that I have with my father, it's going to harm him. So I'm just going to back off. And the father noticed it instinctively when they got on the plane home from Mexico. He goes, I don't think our troubles are over. And she also felt protective of her sister, Susan. She goes, I will be the one that is the Messiah. I can't put this burden on her. So she was very protective. So digging even deeper and deeper into it. And
2: going into her natural protective instincts. And,
0: instincts, yeah. embedding it with something strong like family values. And so she came home and then she kind of distanced herself from the family. The whole family noticed in her behaviors also. <laughs>
2: that happens a lot with it. Uh, we talked about in our MKUltra episode and a few other ones like Jimmy Savile and stuff like that. Yeah. Like childhood victims of sexual abuse and torture tend to disassociate. Mm-hmm. It creates like uh, alternate personalities and there's, you know. Yeah. <sighs> detrimental psychological fallout that people could you couldn't even plan it but once people know that that's what happens yeah they would almost like engage in that to do that Mm. so like in mk ultra it's a you know mind control program run by the cia Mm. where they'd sexually abuse young kids to break their psyche and then when they're broken they're in the other personality program that personality with hypnosis Mm. so that they would be able to enact certain uh, and events and stuff like that.
0: Say what you want about the parents. I felt the authorities did a really did their fucking job throughout this documentary. Try, they fucking
2: tried to man. They, they tried, tried to.
0: They did. They but were. The Broberg's
2: wouldn't play ball. You they know? wouldn't
0: play ball. So the FBI were saying, "Are you going to prosecute him?" They were going to the um, the Birch told the wife comes over, going, "Please don't persecute
2: or prosecute my husband." Yeah. And then With, in parentheses, or I'll tell them that. You're sucking his dick and you're giving him wanks in a car. So the two of them were guilty. They put the the Broberg's guilt at their own feet.
0: At their own feet. Mm. And then they, like, so the FBI, and he says it perfectly, and it's horrible to hear, Mm. they were more inclined to protect themselves than their child. So they uh, signed this subpoena saying, no, he had our permission when he took her. Uh, We gave him permission. We knew about it. We knew that she was in his company. And like, you, the judge Another member of authority in the Ameri- or Like, no. He goes, I don't care that you waive this. He goes, the, yeah. cr- the, the case is still going ahead.
2: It's the- a criminal case. and An affidavit, yeah. even written by the parents saying he was allowed to do that, yeah. doesn't negate the actions that were done. That's like getting a note from your mom because you robbed a bank.
0: Yeah. So I think the authorities... Like, fair enough, the parents fell short of their duties, but yeah. the authorities
2: they couldn't, fulfilled theirs. But they couldn't exercise it because you need a plaintiff to be able to prosecute... That's criminally, what they found, yeah. if you if it's like nobody no no crime, if you haven't got somebody who has been what what what's the legal term? Uh, there's like a not consideration is contract law. If you don't have anyone that has been um uh, fuck, you I don't think have like a
0: prosecutor. You don't have a witness.
2: Dis- disenfranchised. No, it's a plaintiff. Like if you don't have somebody that the the crime has hurt, then it's not a crime yeah. in, in that kind of way. So Jan couldn't burden of proof, something like that. I can't. Yeah, there's yeah, a, there's yeah. a certain like legal term like a like mm. a consideration but it's for a criminal case um if you don't have that you can't prosecute criminally mm-hmm. so the parents like wrote that away in their affidavits and said like yeah he was allowed to do that and nothing happened by the way and then the child didn't report it because she's thinking the fucking aliens are gonna yeah their whole planet is gonna die the dad's thinking i'm gonna get caught for that wank yeah and the woman is like oh i'm gonna get caught for an affair Parentheses. He might not have sex with me ever again, which I really want him to.
0: And they also went to a, fucking crazy. They they also got it tested by a physician, and the yeah. physician said, "Don't worry, you know there her, wasn't
2: her hymen was intact. Yes, her, so, hymen was intact. her
0: hymen was intact.
2: Hymen was intact. Do you do you remember having an intact hymen? Is it? Can you feel it? Is it any different? Do you know?" <laughs>
0: Are are all the guests asked this question? Oh, uh, anyone that has had a
2: Heimann, it, Heimann at any point? A
0: Heimlich. A Heimlich.
2: <laughs> the Heimann maneuver. Apparently, you can use it, you can lose it like riding a horse or jumping. Like, jump. Nice
0: to meet you too.
2: <laughs> Hi, man. Hey, man. Apparently, um, uh, you can use you can lose it like by going over a bumpy road on a bike. You can l- lose it from you know uh, yeah. uh, getting a kick in a football match. Like it's not something that you could go like with yeah. a fucking jeweler's loop and have a look and go yeah, hymen's intact no uh, sexual contact here
0: but because the psychologist wasn't qualified I then questioned whether this physician was qualified so I, I was just like well hang on there's a little bit of like
2: there's a reason
0: more why, bags going on here exactly
2: there's a reason why they <laughs> said in the documentary that he just went in an inch that he just went in with just a tip yeah like well, he knew that if he he took it to the base that there'd be an examination able to be done,
1: and
0: they would be able to prove
2: uh, exactly that some some shenanigans were going on, some yeah. vaginal shenanigans, so told had even that planned out
1: mm. he was um,
2: fit. it's it's <laughs> so it's so the hymen thing I'm asking mm. you because like is a hymen Hi, man. Is it? <laughs>
0: <laughs> we didn't touch each other's hands, is by it the way. That Covid. <laughs> is it? Is it
2: that? Is what I'm saying is like the veracity of an intact hymen. Yeah. Like, is that admissible in court? Like, is that like? Can you say like, oh, there was no sexual context? Like, yeah, man, but he could have fucking like orally copulated me, or he could have fucking, you know, there's other things that could be done as a sexual assault. Yeah. That like an intact an intact hymen wouldn't depict i'm mm-hmm. like can you just say the, the physician comes in and goes no nope, the, the hymen's intact so nothing happened to this one next like
0: it felt like that's what they were saying it It definitely felt like that you know that's why i wonder how qualified this physician was and the parents again their spectrum of innocence just going okay
2: is a hymen that important in an in everyday girl like an everyday to day girl's life does everyone know when their hymen went away? I don't think so. <laughs> do you know if you have it, you have it or not? Does it does break? It, does
0: it break? Does it go away? Is
2: it like, <laughs> is it like a, a spider's web, or is it more like the, you know, the yellow, the yolk of an egg? Like, what does anyone know what a hymen even looks like? Uh, how it gets broken? Can you <laughs> vaginal rejuvenation surgery? Apparently, they get the hymen and they put it back together. It's like a thin membrane. How do you check it without breaking it? How do you look at it? Uh, like in the inspection Would you not like Be afraid you'd break it And you're like Well it's broken uh, Did I break it I don't know yeah. Like it just seems like A fucking ridiculous reason Not to nail this cunt To the wall Yes For doing sex To a 12 year old To just go No her hymen is fine Can you imagine The stress On Jan Broberg Yeah Going through uh, A gynecological exam To find out If the man That had kidnapped you For five weeks mm. Had done anything sexually weird to you after the cunt had already been in jail before he moved to Idaho for a year for sexually assaulting another child. That those records wouldn't be kind of cross-referenceable. And then you get Jan Broberg up in the fucking Mm. service with the silver duck lips checking to see if her hymen. Like, who gives a fuck about a fucking hymen? Who gives a fuck about a hymen?
0: My heart sank so sh- she's home She's safe
2: Sorry I got head up there Over that yeah, no. <laughs> I think I need t- I think I need to have A, a calm down You need like, to I'm go just, down That rabbit hole I'm like. just saying <laughs> It felt very tenuous It was Not unlike the hymen itself <laughs> Very tenuous
0: That's what you are waiting for You are waiting to get To that point to I, say that I, yeah. I just made <laughs> it up much right much now it j- It's fucked yeah. man I
2: My eyes are hot now Yeah With the blood just, pressure From <laughs> even how
0: angry you're getting yeah. You get so riled up With anger Watching this <sighs> At this, So the FBI agent says, at that point, the daughter's home, he's out of prison, she's back safe. And he said, you know, they dropped the charges, mm. so he... And they got
2: the marriage annulled in Mexico as well. They got
0: the marriage annulled in Mexico, and they said, Don't, you're not allowed to marry our daughter. And he goes, at that point, they should, the Brobergs should have l- pushed B from their life.
2: Yeah. After, and they did after, after a kidnap for five weeks... Habitual rape, not only in an RV in the fucking Mexican desert somewhere. Yeah. But in the fucking bedroom down the hall Mm. in a bed where he was giving the girl sleeping tablets in a bedroom that had a partition wall. The the sexual blackmail, Mm -hmm. the arrest in the past and also in Mexico, Mm. more blackmail, extortion, perjury in court. Signing the affidavit that's perjury. Yeah. So they're committing a crime. More blackmail. After all of that. Elish, what does Marianne do after all of that happened?
0: She picks up where she left off and begins a sexual relationship with the kidnapper. Full penny. Like
2: to the base. It's WAP. She There's some dopes in this house. There's some dopes in this house. <laughs> Fucking dopes.
0: She has a romantic sexual relationship with her daughter's abductor, and that's when you're, as a viewer, floored when you're watching this. You're absolutely I floored. It. I, I I
2: can't believe it now.
0: I, I I can't believe it either. He also continued to visit Jan.
2: Oh, he called over the same three, four times a week that he used to call over. Yeah. Uh, Before, but he just, instead of coming in through the house, he'd come in through the bedroom window. Yeah. And the mother and father kind of knew, but the dad had to like take a stand publicly to not let him into the house.
1: Well, he. But he couldn't
2: fucking stop him coming in through the bedroom window, giving her the shots, and then fucking off back down the street. This
0: is some redemption now for the dad because he realises it's picking up again. Yeah. And he says, You are going to introduce this parasite into our life. And he picks up his kids, brings them to a ho- like to a, a restaurant and issues the wife with divorce papers.
2: Did he do that? Yeah. Bob Broberg.
0: Bob, the man that is beta, so mm. soft, issues divorce papers. At that point, he he had a conscience. He said, I need to protect my daughter from this absolute predator. He is now having relations with my wife after the fact that he had kidnapped my daughter and returned. I
2: have to lay some blame, at the feet of... The mother. Mary Ann Broberg there. Like after all of that shenanigans and kidnapping the daughter and doing all the stuff, that she would go then and and, and start a, a sexual relationship. like no a
0: relationship.
2: Not even like in captivity or no. In, there's no... Voluntarily. Know, that she voluntarily went to get BSD
0: But you're wondering...
2: That seems so fucking sick to me, man.
0: He must have been also like... He, just he groomed had...
2: her as well but he, he groomed her She's a grown ass woman And she should know better And she should be thinking About her child's safety Because her child Had been kidnapped By this man Yeah And she still let him Fucking Give her the shots and that's insane to me.
0: He so he ends up leaving town because people are well also the community I heard was just like oh you're you're sick at the moment Broberg
2: yeah, you're, you're, you'll get you're better. Not well,
0: yeah. yeah you're not well. Maybe I'm confusing the surnames here but like B you're not well. Oh my god, I hope you get better soon.
2: Mr. Birchtold was a very respectable sure. member of the community yeah. and we we abhor these um uh, accusations. These accusations, yeah, these these f- uh, frivolous accusations mm. against you and your character. Yeah. We know who you are and you've got a great family and five kids and you're doing really well and everything. Yeah. Listen, you take some time for you and you just... And uh, he fucks yeah. off in an RV.
0: He gets out of town, <laughs> starts a children's water park... Oh my God. ...and says, hey Jan, do you want to come and work here for the summer? She is, f- is still in the... She's still you know, believes... Brainwashed. Brainwashed that this mission is still to continue. Mm -hmm. And she, uh, like, she made it very tough for her mother to say, like, I want to go with him. And the mum was just like, no, you don't. And she goes, mum, like, I'm going to do horrible, horrible things if you don't let me go.
2: Yeah, I love him. I want to marry him.
0: I want to marry him. So Mm -hmm. the mother puts her on a flight and the dad is just like, my God, woman, what the casual fuck... Did you just do? You just led her back to him again. After we know he's abducted her, and he like also the like didn't they stay married after this? They didn't get divorced. Never, never. They stayed married until unfortunately he passed away last year, in uh,
2: twenty eighteen. I think 2018. November twenty eighteen.
0: Yeah, they stayed married until then, and he was just like, you've just like led her back into the lion's cave again.
2: Can you imagine what kind of conversations are going on when they're watching like? location, location, location or like a place in the sun or whatever yeah. over the last few years going, come here. do you remember the time that you sent our daughter to work in the water park with the paedophile, the kidnapper? <laughs> it's your turn to make the tea, I think. It's, you know, this kind of stuff. it's
0: like, are you going to bring that up again? Yeah, so many bargains. Are Yeah, Jesus. So she goes over and then the mother's like, please come back, please come back, please come back. So, uh, collects her, drives her back and Jan goes, I can't believe you made me come home. Um meanwhile this is where uh, B starts to accelerate she starts to threaten the family a little bit more saying you know I want to marry her I'm I'm going to make things difficult for you I'm going to be yeah. your worst nightmare
2: and then she's kidnapped a second time two time kidnap second kidnapping. Second this kidnapping. is fucked up this is fucked up because he was threatening uh, with all the old blackmail stuff but it wasn't really working it wasn't really ...been allowed to continue the way he had been used to, um, the Brobergs were shutting down. Yes, and removing access. And I think, in all fairness to him, hands up, Bob Broberg was pushing back against this because he knew something wrong. And uh, Marianne had. Do you remember when Scrooge McDuck used to see money, and, yeah. and he'd get like dollar signs in oh, his eyes? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Marianne had dicks in her eyes, <laughs> big time. Marianne had Scrooge McDuck dicks in her eyes. So she was just letting this motherfucker do whatever he wanted. Because
0: she was so infatuated and in love with him, yeah. Yeah. But also, Um, brainwashed by him, I would argue as well. I would, would but at the same
2: time, how brainwashed can one be when someone's just, like, giving you compliments and licking your fanny? Like, it's not magic. It's just, like, it's just... (laughs) Whoa, whoa,
1: whoa.
2: (laughs) It's not magic. Unless he had, like, this magical fucking...
0: Tongue <laughs>
2: Yeah Erectus spermuosum. Like she or whatever was,
0: Yeah Like I guess she felt Neglected in her marriage And she felt that she was Getting attention And Like it was this I'm not Fighting on her side But uh, her uh,
2: It's totally motive, arguable yeah, yeah
0: her motive was That she was getting attention that Probably the first gotten.
2: time She got it in years And uh, you know in years. In years. <laughs> Bob is out wanking random dudes in cars and, and in like secluded highways. It's fucking crazy. The whole situation. And then after all of that, abduction number two. Yeah. So when Birchthold got out of prison, he would sneak into the Broberg's house, like we said. Yeah. And he'd be sneaking in, dropping his loads and popping back home to sleep beside his tight-lipped wife. Mm. Of whom we don't know the name. Uh, couldn't find it yeah. But it was just at sex It was just for sex At this point Like yeah. It wasn't There was no like finesse There was no grooming There was no He, he already had his hooks in He knew that Jan Would yeah. Voluntarily allow him To have sex with her Because The mission yeah, um, all the work had been done,
0: and this is where the parents are protecting themselves a second time. So she's yeah. abducted a second time, and they don't notify the FBI for forty-eight hours again.
2: Well, because this, this the thing. It, yeah. it, it was in it was in August of seventy-six. Mm. Jan was fourteen, and just two weeks after a five-week ordeal in Mexico, mm. Birchstall came into Jan's bedroom and took her out the window and put her into a car, a black Lincoln Continental. And drove her to motherfucking California. Mm. Like out of state. This turned into a four month abduction. Where Birchtold took her to California to presumably set her up as his like sexual partner in a semi-permanent kind of a state. Mm. She was enrolled in a Catholic school for girls in Pasadena. And he claimed to the school that he was her father.
0: And a CIA agent. And
2: not to be looking into my background because you'll blow my cover.
0: And if people come looking, they're the ones after me. Like, he orchestrated it.
2: Like, it's simple enough lies, to be honest. Yeah. But you couldn't check out motherfuckers on the internet at that point. It was just a perfect storm for mad cons to get away with shit.
0: Same audience. Same people who were mm. very involved in religion.
2: How sad was that phone call when she contacted her family on the phone from California?
0: It, they were all crying on the phone. Yeah. And they were like, when are you coming home? She's like, oh, I don't know. When she, are you coming home?
2: But she sounds like, it was what I would imagine, you know, Jen, like, Jenny, hi Jenny, where are you going to? Mm. You went to California, you're going to be a song, singer-songwriter.
1: Mm-hmm. She
0: was so distant. It she seemed sounds, like that. Yeah.
2: That she was all in that fucking...
0: Very distant on the phone. And... During that Together
2: time. we stand, <laughs> divided we fall, and she's like shooting up in some fucking hotel room with some biker. Like, what?
0: Well, that's what rolling he, off offer. The second, the difference between the first abduction and the second abduction is that Birch told rings home more regularly. Twice a week, the twice was was ringing. a week was ringing, and the FBI yeah. was like, "To the, to Marianne, you keep taking those calls." Yeah,
2: record that shit.
0: Record that shit, and I she, was trying to
2: find those recordings. I couldn't find them. She was, I was going to pull them out of the documentary, but I thought that'd be a bit cheap.
0: I think that he was. Like he was terrorizing the mother with all these ideas that Jan had gone into drugs, became a stripper, everything Prostitute. prostitution, stealing
2: for food, stealing she for was, food, yeah. earning
0: money the tough way, and yeah. had no livelihood. And the mother was crying, going, "This is my worst nightmare." <laughs> but that was the story told like, to me over the
2: phone. We're watching the Wonder Years. Yeah, and and it's like that's what people were doing in them days in the seventies. If a kid was in a fucking super strict house, yeah, they'd pack up like a bindle and a stick. And away they go to find their fortune in California and they'll have yeah. to suck a few dicks in the way you know wear like a cool denim jacket do you know yeah. do some acid with a stranger yeah. find themselves and then eventually I don't know work in a Kroger's or something like that but it's just it's just fucking odd that he would be propagandising Mary Ann with yeah. the worst case scenario while at the same time very deftly sequestering Jan mm. in a Catholic boarding school for girls in Pasadena. Yeah. At this time, he was living in a uh, uh, an RV just outside of Salt Lake City. Same RV. Same RV, <laughs> a little bit more southern. And he'd just drive over to Pasadena, like the, I think it's the three hour drive, something like that. Yeah. At the weekends. And he'd pick her up for the weekends and bring her around and, and continue you know, the mission. Yes. That's a great. Turn a phrase for Thank you. Child I'm, I'm
0: very diplomatic. <laughs> yes. Yeah.
2: So he was continuing the mission all weekend. But it was torture ringing tro- the mother. Yeah. He dropped her back on a Sunday night. Uh, and he did this for fucking five months, man.
0: Five months. And then she rings him going, I just miss you guys. I'm like, oh my God, where are you? So yeah. how they got him was they. Uh, the
2: FBI was searching every caravan park in the whole of Utah, which is no mean feat.
0: Yes. and U-
2: he, Utah be big, folks.
0: He got a job from his brother, Joe. So not only... like Joe was his representative of the documentary, I'm going to yeah. say. His brother yeah. was the representative, who also gave him a job after the kidnapping, the, f- the first, first initial one. kidnapping. Yeah. And then he also knew where he was the second time, and then was more... Well, five months, but I would say was probably an asset in trying to find the brother a second time and finding out where she was. When they got him.
2: It was like an anchor point for Birchtold, who had really no anchors.
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: No, like, really. He had no, 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 like, life pillars to tie him to. You'd never be able to go, like, he said, his mother's. Like, there was no...
0: Abandoned his family yeah, yeah, yeah. at that stage. Yeah. That's probably why the wife doesn't want to be mentioned in the documentary.
2: Possibly. Or and, the bitch um, would be fucking burnt out of her house.
0: There you go. So, he, he, go, he goes to a phone book, uh, or, a, uh, like, a phone station, and then he has, like, a phone book out and... Um, after he leaves uh, an FBI agent. Again, they're just doing a fucking amazing job. Um, as
2: good as they can. As
0: good as they can, given the fucking roadblocks of the parents. Yeah.
2: Undermining them at every turn.
0: <laughs> Undermining it <laughs> every turn. And um, they realise it's like a Catholic school. They ring the Catholic school. They're like, she might be there under an alias.
2: Or oh, Janice, wasn't it?
0: Janice, yeah, Janice. And um, they... They got her. They found her a second time, and
2: yeah, and got her to be sent home. Got her to be sent home, and then they said, "What's Birchold at? What's he doing? Yeah, where is he?" They found Birchold, and uh, they like, like you said, they'd waited two full weeks, yeah, to contact the FBI before even reporting in the first place. But Jan was absolutely distraught after being brought back from the um, boarding school. She uh, was yeah. disassociated. She was in bad form. As well, her parents were super sketch because mm. they didn't want to report it again to the FBI. Can you imagine the shame of ringing the FBI a second time and going, "Come here, um it's like take it to the sequel I'm after yeah, I still have a very special set of skills, <laughs> and I've improved on them a small bit <laughs> this this kidnapping brought to you by Skillshare.
1: Taken is 3, the,
0: yeah, should have been called careless. You, <laughs> <laughs> just like, we know a franchise this is with. Don't even yeah. call it Taken, just the careless ears.
2: There's too many kidnapped girls on this motherfucking plane. That's mm-hmm. how it's going to go the next time. Um, yeah, so it's... Um,
0: he's arrested.
2: He's arrested. It's it's a it's a real shame spiral for the Brobergs. They have to ring FBI again and be like, come here. Like, do you ever get locked out of your house? You have to ring the, the locksmith.
0: I wouldn't use that analogy compared to. Well, what I'm saying is, tried to it
1: twice. What I'm saying
2: is, if you've ever had to ring a locksmith twice, the embarrassment of the second time of ringing the locksmith because the locksmith is turning up, yeah, going, you are like, such a fucking disaster of a person, yeah. that you've lost the keys to your house twice in three weeks, yeah. You might want to stop drinking, bro. Yeah, when you're like holding yourself up using the using the, inside, using the stickiness of your sweaty skin against the window outside so that you don't fall over while the locksmith is like doing the stuff at 7 o'clock in the morning when you're on the second day of a rollover. Yeah. Like, there's a shame in that. Marlowe's story... M- minuscule compared yeah. to ringing the FBI twice about the same girl getting abducted by the same guy. Mm. First time for five weeks, the second time for four months.
0: Marlowe, sorry, just don't have kids.
2: <laughs> <Just.
0: laughs> Vasectomies for,
2: <everyone.
0: laughs> for everyone.
2: It's just weird, man, yeah. that they would do that and they're really taking care of themselves. Like you said, this they're guy. Ro- looking this, after this, themselves. Uh, FBI yeah. agents, his quote, they're, they're fucking feathering their own nest rather than thinking about the, the, the girls. daughter,
0: yeah. And but, then he sets fire
2: yeah. to the father's shop. Oh yeah, burns down the florist.
0: Burns down the florist mm. because he's arrested and he has no contact with Jan and he's acting out. And it's, it hasn't worked out his way he he had her in, within arm's reach to himself and she slipped through his fingers again because of the good job that the <laughs> authorities do.
2: Yeah, he even had the parents like totally convinced yeah. that she had run away so they stopped looking for her. Like yeah. they'd almost stopped cooperating with the FBI because they're like, ah, she doesn't want to be found. Uh, Did me- you read the note? He, me- he fucking wrote a note.
0: He wrote the note. It's Meanwhile, like- the FBI are like, ah, he's infatuated by her, he wouldn't be as this blasé about it. But the he parents definitely got knows. got
2: and thought it was jam Yeah. And they were like, come here, listen, she doesn't want to be... Fa- let's just leave her and she might come back on her own. So It's not a fucking cat.
0: Like, I know... It's not <laughs> a
2: cat that you're calling...
0: Like, <laughs> you would know your child's handwriting. Like, that's yeah. how I found out the fairy, Tooth Fairy, wasn't real. Spoiler. Spoilers, by the way.
2: This is a conspiracy show. We probably... We've talked about Santa Claus, we've talked about Easter.
0: But that's how, like... <laughs> In a really sweet story, in a really sweet rabbit hole, that I'm just... I found out the Tooth Fairy wasn't real because my sister decided to write a letter to me and I recognised her handwriting and I was like, what are you doing? she older? Older by two years. So that's that's a really sweet story where in my... In order
2: to try and keep your innocence and your joy.
0: Because she saw... I wrote a letter to the Tooth Fairy and she didn't write back. She just gave me a pound and then I, she saw this hurt and she wrote back to me because I wanted to be pen pals with the Tooth Fairy because, you know, hashtag followers um but she <laughs> she wrote back i realized that it was her writing uh, but the parents didn't recognize their own daughter's writing
2: that's so sweet of your sister it is very but sweet but also of her. a grave mistake <laughs> in trying to perpetuate she realized
0: her daughter was going her sister was going to be in the fbi exactly. and have her wits about her from a young age
2: and from that handwriting like, wait she it, found can't out, pick
0: a second she
2: found that her sister was actually her daughter in a weird twist of fate, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm
0: talking about the virtual daughter is yeah. getting like not knowing and then, yeah, Jesus. You won't be able to
2: sleep tonight, man. You'll be, you'll be at two o'clock in the morning before you're going to be able to go I sleep. I think
0: if somebody... My yes. blood
2: pressure is going crazy.
0: <laughs> you're just so, so angry. Angry. I am. Even the producers and the directors were like, we had to walk away from this project because we were infuriated. Yeah, I will be parents. too. In Vanity Fair, in an interview, the producer was just like, I just had to fucking...
2: I read that article today too. yeah. (laughs) And then she's going, I might make two more. You're like, bet she won't. Like, don't.
0: Okay. Like, don't cash on that money cow anymore. You've done
2: it. The note that Jan allegedly wrote her parents that that put them off the scent. Yeah. This is what it said. Dear Bob and Mary Ann, you won't let me do what's right, so I'll do what's wrong. I'm leaving without B, and do not plan on coming back until you accept me as me. I cannot accept your religion or your screwed up morals. I just want to be me and have B. Please, before all of us are destroyed, let me go. Like, that is written by a grown-ass man.
0: Before all of us are destroyed. They're probably like, destroyed? That's a very strong, like...
2: Yeah, this is a 14-year-old girl now.
0: Alien word to use. Yeah, I don't know, man.
2: (laughs) I don't know. It's fucking weird that they just let her go like, okay, look, she's gone to California. She's the 70s. People that do that shit. This is 1976. Yeah. And she'd already been kidnapped once. Would they not be like red flags? There's nothing but red flags, man. This is like a fucking... Uh, uh, you know, Chinese New Year with the fucking red flags going on here. Like
0: I can make a scarf with these red flags. hundred
2: uh, yeah. percent. This is fucked up. And then, um, after returning home, then Jan was absolutely broken. Her psyche. B- b- beyond repair, uh, super disassociative. She's very badly psychologically damaged Mm. Uh, and she would change personalities. She had uh, disassociative identity disorder. She even had episodes where she would go completely manic and roll around on the ground and scratch herself and bite herself and others and scream and roll around the floor, screaming, I can't do this, I can't do this anymore. The
1: poor chicken. For for
2: like hours, just like screaming, going into these like mad psychotic episodes. Um, And then when finally given proper, Psychiatric care. Mm. She began telling the story of this little girl I know, yeah. which was like a third party uh, narrative device to be able to tell the stuff that happened to her, and eventually it all got out. And mm-hmm. she was in trauma counseling and stuff for years, and like ever since, basically for forty years, like
0: this. I have a, I have a, some, I have a bone to pick. So she, that, that's. So after the shop catches on fire, she goes to the parents, and then she. Because this is all part of her counselling, she goes yep. to her parents and she says, "Okay, I believed that I was part of this alien race, and he was the male counterpart, and we had to reproduce, and that was the mission." Mm. And the mother scoffs on the documentary. Pfft, I couldn't believe she believed something like that. I was like, "Bitch, you let this man sleep beside your daughter, and you're scoffing at the fact that she believed in alien."
2: Not only that, mission. Not only that, they were very devout members of the Mormon Church who believed that black people are the white people whose skin was tinted as a punishment for not believing in God by the original Jesus who traveled to the Americas after he was done in Jerusalem. And he blessed all of the American Christians and those that didn't believe in him got turned into black people and Native Americans. And that's why the Mormons are racist towards those people. And the Bible that they Believe in that their their religion is based on, was a dude who went out into the forest yeah. and found two, two stones and put them in a hat and then made up a book by looking at these stones with his head in the hat and he dictated it to his mate who wrote it all down, mm. and then they used that as their bible. It's just some guy called Joseph Smith. My like like that's and she scoffed at your one saying, "Oh yeah, I woke up in an RV and your man said it was it was aliens," like that's like, the pot calling a kettle.
0: Black yeah. a thousand percent. I just obviously, this is a horrible ordeal that no family mm. should ever have to go through. But you, you kind of question, you're like, the parents were protecting themselves. And then the book, like, was released, Stolen Innocence. And you're like, was it the stolen in- innocence of the parents? Yeah, arguably, obviously, it's the stolen innocence of the child, and that she was, um. Captured by a pedophile, but then it was also arguably the stolen innocence of the parents. The FBI was literally the the like the the narrator going. I believe they were that gullible. I believe they were that. Like
2: you would have to believe that, or else their willful disregard for their own child's safety is almost criminal in itself. Yeah, like there are people who are addicted to drugs. There are people who are in various like strange different life situations where they will choose themselves over their children Mm. for example you know um some examples that i know of like is a just the top of the head thing where like a you know a woman has a child at 16 and then she's like just about to come into her 30s and she has like a a 13 year old child Mm. and she meets a new man and that new man wants to start a family with this almost 30 year old woman I said okay we're going to have a baby and then they have a baby and then there's like a 14 year old girl and a 1 year old baby in the house Mm. and the man in the house is not the teenager's father and he says to the woman come here listen I'm going to continue on my life with you but I don't want her here so can you fucking send her off to her nannies and so that 14 year old girl basically gets disowned by her parents and has to go live with her nannies and uh, that's a very common Irish working class area story that's, where those yeah. kids are, like, raised by me nanny.
0: That's hard, bro. Like, they
2: have to live there and go to school and live their life. And they're kind of just abandoned by their mm. parents. Like, that's just one example of a weird family structure. Yeah, I know. That would result in psychological kind of, like, it's not 2.4 kids' nuclear family shit.
0: I, I heard, so when MTV didn't played music.
2: Oh, yeah, back in the day.
0: Back in the day. They had this show about strange dynamics like someone wanting to be a tiger so they got tattooed and got their or wanted I to be a remember that
2: shit
1: yeah.
0: there was one episode this is sorry I don't know why this may think of it but it, maybe it's to lighten the tone a little bit uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but this family had adopted a cabbage patch kid as their third child oh Christ so they had two two biological children and the cabbage patch kid was called Kevin that the father spoke on behalf of from the side of his mouth and
2: yeah, that uh, was. Hey,
0: did you see uh, that episode? No, no,
2: but he sounds like he was at some shit.
0: And like, so originally you're introduced to That's Kevin, not right, man. the catchphatch kids, and the parents, and then later on there's an interview with the kid, and you're like, oh fuck, they have a biological child. Here's and the kid is like, I fucking hate Kevin. Kevin gets everything.
2: Yeah, because Kevin is an extension of the father's super ego, and he wants to relive his own childhood through an effigy of a child rather than. <laughs> his biological child who is his own personality and therefore not his, like, autonomous property.
0: There's so Like, he wants much. to have
2: massive control over his own kids who have their own personality. So yeah. instead, he manufactures a fucking, uh, an alter ego. Mm. On his, like, there's, how, that... There's so much counselling that that, guy. so that. much therapy that cunt needs.
0: But what about the brother being like my ch- my brother is a cabbage trash kid. <laughs> like I fucking hate yeah, him. i keep an eye
2: him. on that motherfucker because he's going to shoot up a school <laughs> at some point. That is absolute fact. Like what the fuck? <laughs> <It's just laughs> do you ever watch that? Do you ever watch that that show on TLC where people fall in love with things? And then there's this like yes. husky woman who's like rubbing her clit off the inside of a roller coaster.
0: Yeah. Or a
2: Ferris wheel. And she's all like, like rubbing it and going, oh, the oil. And she's absolutely frigging the box she's off herself. a
0: mess. Like the oil is all over her face. Mm. But I also, I sympathize because these are people who have been turned away by humankind that they confide in objects. Has a romantic outlet?
2: Yeah, but that's one step.
0: How many times have I said that diplomatically? That's one one step
2: towards like, okay, I have sex with dead people because they can't hurt me or leave me. Jesus, yeah. Like it's one step away from that. Like there's one dude who was like sticking his dick into the fucking grill on the front of a a Honda Civic
0: broke off a piece of the San Francisco bridge. Oh, and it's yeah. like, bitch, you have a piece of the bridge. Like, don't don't be taking pieces off the bridge.
2: She wraps it in a towel and rubs her gash off it at night time.
0: But these are people who've been turned away by human beings that they feel that, like, it's, the brain... We'll never understand it. We don't have time. (laughs) Yeah, there's not
2: enough fucking episodes. Yeah. There's a reason these cunts go to college for seven years to try and figure it out. And then they spent their whole life like learning and relearning and relearning. Jeez, yeah. Uh, I I think there's so much stuff going on in this case and with with Birchtold's like technique. Yeah. Yeah. And the parents, you could argue all day long that they were victims too. And you'd be right. Yeah. And you could argue all day long that they were absolutely selfish in their decisions for their children's welfare, which if you're gonna have a child, it's kind of your response. like you're you're, you're a taking, child
0: is not for Christmas, folks. Yeah. A child is not for Christmas.
2: You're taking it's for as long as they live.
0: Yeah, just tomorrow sorry, don't have kids. Live, don't have kids.
2: You can or can't it's the biggest contribution <laughs> to being carbon neutral is just to not have kids. But it's so um important to realise like it's your choice to bring them in. Yeah. So you better fucking mind them. Protect them. And this woman was thinking with her flaps and not with her her mind. Like, she was all about the D. B's D. And she made decisions, selfish decisions, that now Jan Broberg goes around at all of these conferences and defends. And they facilitated a book that was written. And I've read some of the excerpts on yeah. Google Books. I couldn't find the book to, to buy. It wasn't available on Kindle and Amazon, mm-hmm. so you can only buy a hard copy. Um, but I read excerpts from it. And it seems to be like a kind of a... A self, a self-effacing, like, you know, a, a, a an inwardly pointing apology. Yeah, like it's not really an apology, but it's like here's all the excuses. Yeah. To why I'm not at fault, and you're like, she does get a it's moment. Like O.J. Simpson, of if I did it, or whatever.
0: When I think she, in the documentary, she explains around her 16th birthday, she gets this moment of realization, and so he starts losing interest because she's getting older, as yeah. well as like he's he's been captured and imprisoned for, like. Of a sentence to four or five years and he's only like in prison for three months or something. Ridiculous. Something. <sighs> Here
2: goes the blood pressure. We don't
0: have time <laughs> to say how wrong this is. But so he loses interest. She turns 16. She starts like uh, meeting boys and then she realises that you know he doesn't incinerate into nothing which was what she was originally told. And then she starts to then question and then it, it kind of so she has that moment of realisation. Mm. When she's 16. Thank God. Thank God. And then she's just like, hang on, my father's okay. Um, my, you know, this boy that I have a crush on did incinerate. My, uh, Susan is safe. Um,
2: Nobody's blind. Nobody's
0: blind. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Fair enough, my dad's flowers got burnt, but it, like, we're all safe, we're fine. I was told a bag of lies. Yeah. And. Well,
2: Bert's Birch told us a walk around the streets at this point, he wasn't even in jail which yeah. is Bananas.
0: Wasn't even in jail. Bananas, still on a rampage. And then, like, years later, they released the book. They capitalized on their on their story. Mm. And But they also became spokespeople for them. And it encouraged other people to come forward. Bob Bertschold is still alive. He's attending these, like, conferences going, like, this is slander. And they...
2: Yeah, basically saying, like, fuck you two bitches telling lies about me. Yeah. It's in 2002, three, four... 2000, th- yeah, three. So, so 2004... Burstall lands in at the conferences and he's roaring and screaming, everyone's like, Get out. Are you The Udicon from that book. Yeah. We're gonna kick you to death. Get the fuck out of here, man. Um, um very weird. Some some of his old victims started coming forward.
1: Yeah.
0: And one that,
2: girl came did you hear that? One girl came and said he did the very same thing to me. He told me that I was a princess from another dimension. Yeah. I was an alien princess from another dimension and I needed to have his baby so we could save the planet.
0: And the producer who who produced the documentary was just like, Oh my god, that was what happened? Yeah. Because she got it from an additional source. She was just like, okay, originally she was just rolling with it. And then she.
2: Thinking that Jan was doting, like, and hadn't really remembered it properly or something. Or might
0: have been making up uh, this story that she had told herself to yeah. deal with such a horrible, traumatic experience yeah, yeah, yeah. in her life. And then she realized, oh, this was actually his formula to getting children.
2: To compl- Pretty ingenious, to be, to be fair.
0: Complicit.
2: Like that shit lives inside of her. Yeah. When she's out walking around, she's at home, but she's thinking of him the whole time. Yeah. She's thinking like it. It. And no more than religion is a fucking, uh, you know, a tracking beacon for your thoughts. Mm. It's the thought police sitting inside your head. <laughs> the
0: thought police, yeah. yeah.
2: Sitting inside your head,
0: yeah.
2: Uh, making sure that you don't step out of line mm. based on the dogmatic set of rules that some cunt in a dress made up. And said like you're not to do that while they're doing all the things that just tell you not to do. Yeah, practice um, what I
0: say, not what I do. Yeah, Yeah, yeah.
2: And he just like played upon that, and I think like religion and the way like organized religion works, it just gels with the human condition, the human mindset, and religion just like work like a fucking, you know, like bad Lego. Like it just fits. But it's not right.
0: It's a bad formula. Yeah. yeah, it's for it's a bad formula for prey. It's yeah. It, unfortunately, that is the environments in which predators thrive in. Yeah, and it's very sad because these are vulnerable, law-abiding citizens that are just selected.
2: Yeah, they just want to like live a good life and they want to get like a reciprocation from the thing that they're working towards. Yeah. So if they're having a hard time in life walking around, mm. they need to know that, like, well, when you die, everything is going to be great. There you go. And people will take advantage of that, be it, like, a priest or a bishop, or, mm. you know, some cunt who looks like Robert Redford who knows how the Mormon church works because he's in it for years, and he's like, these are the best people to pray on because they don't fucking squeal.
0: There. And I kind of felt a little bit... Uh, I was so... I was rooting for Jan when she had an opportunity to confront... Be yeah. in a, in court, so he was so prosecuted Tell us, tell us them. about that then. So he had, um, c- like pro- like he had accused him of slander. Mm-hmm. So he was bringing them to court now. Yeah. Of all the times they, they said, "Now nah, we're not bringing you to court," he was like, "Well, bitch, I'm not going to return the favor." Yeah. And she, he goes, "I heard you. You published a book. It's all lies. Mm. Is that book going to get you a movie deal?" And that was the angle he was going to take, and that they were in it for the money, and they were in it for. This fame that two thousand three is brought or the millennium was quite known for. Like the internet was kicking off and all that. Yeah. And um But
2: the the two the two women were like flying around all the conferences and all the true crime stuff and all doing all these symposiums and speaking uh, uh, engagements and book signings. Yeah. And he was at all of them. He was at all he, trolling, shouting he, like the fucking audacity of that cunt.
0: It's like if you hate someone, would you sit in the front row of the gig? No, you wouldn't.
2: But unless you really hate him, and then you would sit in every gig.
0: <laughs> and pay your hard-earned money to sit in the front row and go, boo! Yeah. It's just like, why the fuck are you here if you hate me? Or just like step, <laughs>
2: step on the punchlines or...
0: It was. Like, he was so dangerous mm. and he was still... But the difference was their attitudes had changed. They went through this journey together. Mm. They were a stronger unit, which is, you know, this history could understandably tear families apart.
2: Yeah, they were going to family therapy and they were talking about it amongst themselves. And I'm sure, like, lots of stuff was laid out and lots of blame was thrown around. Absolutely, yeah. If they're good with each other, I think we should probably be good with them.
0: Don't you dare. Don't you dare. I couldn't forgive the mother. She introduced (sighs) him and she had a relationship with him after the kidnapping. Yeah. not.
2: But if Jan is willing to forgive and forget... Good for Jan. Like good for Jerem.
0: Fuck Marianne. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah.
2: So then, so then after after uh, birch told was like haranguing them at all of these. Uh,
0: but Jan events. got to confront him at the court, saying, yeah. "How could you look me in the eye?
2: You fucking conned. Yeah. Yeah.
0: In her thirties, how could you look me in the eye? You have no soul. Yeah. And he's not at all, you know, taken aback by this. He's not like, <gasps> or you know, I'm. It, it's arguable. If he still is madly in love with her to the same extent, because they did, she she felt. So she just she describes the love of towards him as a very dangerous type of love that allowed her to be manipulated. That she mm. didn't want to foster into future relationships. So it did. She did carry that around. It kind of pushed her away from future partners because she mm. goes, I don't want to be that. Whole, like, f- like, fall in love that much that someone has that much control over me. And imagine having that looking over your back for the rest of your life over that. Like, that was
2: poor yeah. Thing. All I can think of is that, um, not Mandy Moore. What's the name, What's the name of that one? Mandy Less. No, <laughs> uh, <Ba-dum-bum-tsh>. no that's, <laughs> like, that's where she gets paid the big bucks. People. <laughs> <laughs> What's your one's name? <laughs> From the sidewalk. Because Kelly of Kelly Clarkson. Kelly Clarkson, right. <laughs> it reminds me of that Kelly Clarkson song that she just like except like there's loads of rape in it instead of just, you know, whatever Kelly Clarkson went through. Yeah. Um But yeah, she had that Ordeal. Because of you will never ever leave the house without a knife or a gun. Because, because of, of you. you. I make sure I know someone in the police who's a Mexican. Like,
0: because of you, I've learned to keep an eye on my mom.
2: <laughs> make sure my dad isn't waking strange guys in the car no more. This is now because musical. This is, is the last you. segment, by the way.
0: <laughs> it is now a musical production.
1: Because of Key change.
2: <laughs> yeah, Kelly Clarkson epitomizes... Um, <laughs> That scenario, man. She's she's like, how wouldn't you be fucked up? Yeah. How wouldn't you expect? Like, if you've ever been cheated on,
1: mm.
2: like someone cheats on you, it negates the entire relationship. It almost like deletes however long you were with that person because you're like, well, I never knew you at all. Mm. Like, it's it's like. It's not just like oh you ruined that at the end. It's like oh you retro uh, retrospectively ruined all of it. Yes. And all the good times I had in between that, there's now question marks over everything.
0: Gaslighting, psycho bullying, all of that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So So
2: um, imagine that was your whole life and childhood, and you never got in. It, you never got into it with somebody else, or never let them in. Like that's a fucking hard existence, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jan put out a restraining order against Birchtold And this is his downfall uh, When he was annoying <laughs> This and is This is the one thing <laughs> That he that did wrong um, he, uh, he went to a book signing and, and he he got pretty close mm. um, Enough to swipe But didn't reach And uh, she got a restraining order So he couldn't come to these things anymore Good yeah And um, Bob Barchtold then confronted her about her lies uh, in front of news cameras Mm. uh, because people were were following around because the case had started to get a bit of uh, attention. Yeah, The book was getting a bit of press and she was on all these talk shows and stuff.
0: Other victims were coming forward. Yeah,
2: and they were all like, this motherfucker needs to go. And I think Bob was probably feeling the heat at this point too. So um, the end of Bob Barchtold is, uh, I think, an unjust finish to a cruel and wicked man. But it was as much as could be expected from a cunt like that. He, uh, at one of Jan's talks, he was stalking her and he wasn't supposed to be there and there was a restraining order. Mm. And at the time there was this group of altruistic uh, hairy biker men. Yeah. Uh, who, if you've yeah, ever guardians. watched. Yeah, the <laughs> guardians. The fucking, the, the warriors in their leather clad uh, vests and stuff like that. These guys are class. There's a YouTube documentary about them and they they go around and they um, protect kids who are going into court to testify against their abusers and they ride in with them on, on the bike and they make them feel like super safe and protected and like they're talking... Uh, talking to the kids like bring them to the bar and they're listening to music and stuff and the kid is like I love you guys and they're like we love you too and it's like strong male role models who are like treating the kid as a, a like a, a peer but also like guarding as a kid. the care,
0: protecting the kids protecting them yeah. saying
2: like hey grown men are not all creepy weirdos we're gonna mind you and they're like super hardcore but also super gentle like um uh, militarized santa clauses do you know what I mean?
0: A parade of militarized Santa Clauses, exactly. If you will. Ho ho ho.
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they drive him to 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 and from the court. So they're protecting Jan Broberg um, at this at these these book signings. And Burstold shows up and he starts pushing around, motherfuckers, and he pushed the wrong cunt mm. And he got tied up in a knot by one of these lads. And uh, a a gun magically fell out of his jacket pocket. He was carrying a, 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 an unlicensed firearm. Yeah. So he ended up then pro- properly getting arrested for aggravated assault and possession of a firearm. And he was definitely going to be going to jail because that's the shit that they got fucking uh, Puff Daddy on. Yeah. That's, you know, you got a gun in the car, p- Puffy, what the fuck? Yeah. Uh, so he's going to be sent to prison. Yeah. And he knew he was going down for this, no matter what. And they all knew he was a nonce. So he's going to get fucking lit the fuck up in prison. So he ended up taking an overdose of his medication. And he died by suicide on the 11th of November, 2005. Took his own life, yeah. Motherfucker got away from justice. Mm. But imagine, from 1976, since the time that he abducted Jan Broberg for the second time, until 2005, he was walking around like a free man the whole time. Yeah. And about four of those last years were spent following Jan and Mary Ann Broberg around the place and abusing them at public speaking events. And nobody was able to do anything about it. Like that is insanity to me mm. that no one so would just take a stick th- to the cunt.
0: That's insanity. We have just talked about no, a roller know. coaster history, but but
2: like th- th- <laughs> the cherry on top of the icing this on top of the family. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like this is this is yeah. Like after all of that, and in the modern day when we're able to retrospectively look back, these two women released a book on this whole story, yeah. and everybody knew that that was the guy that did it, yeah. and yet they weren't able to pin him down. I remember I was... Even though he's he's still, like, verbally abusing them at events. Like, they still weren't able to go, like, fuck you and take a stick to the cunt.
0: I was... The first time I watched this, I was chatting to my mate over in America going, oh, have you watched this? And we were just like, hey, how's America? Oh, America's good. And um, have you ever read tweets about a man who watched Harry Potter for the first time and he's given the play-by-play on Twitter?
2: Oh, the live tweets of Harry Potter. Live no.
0: twi- like, sorry to bring the Harry Potter franchise into this, but <laughs> he basically I think is I've like, already
2: cast a, like an erection spell. <laughs> yeah.
0: But he's like, oh my god, the motherfucking rat is the killer. Like he's losing his mind on Twitter as the plot twists and turns. Like J.K. Rowling's like massively successful <laughs> very
1: book well of Harry one. Potter, yeah.
0: and I felt I was in a way channeling that as I told my friend going, oh my God, this is so sad. This man is like getting himself close. Cause now I have free reign. I can say all the bits that shocked me. I was like, oh my God. This man is like, crawled into this girl's bed. Oh my God, he's after wanking the dad. Oh my God, he's, he's abducted her. Oh my God, the mother had a relationship after the abductor. And he's not even getting, he's like, what, what is this? He's just getting the play-by-play on WhatsApp from me. And he oh, goes... No.
2: He didn't know what, what it was in context? He comes he's like, back Which to Harry his... Potter is this? <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> he comes back to his phone and he goes, the fuck are you watching? And I was like, this... Roller coaster documentary,
2: yeah, bananas
0: on Netflix that is based on real life that yeah. is so shocking, and it takes so many turns. And he's just, he's also commenting back, going, "What?" And it was just like giving him the play by play.
2: I think it's our internal, <sighs> it's our internal ju- ju- like judgment compass, yeah, that makes it so hard to watch. Like I was watching it going, I can't, I don't want to like. Obviously, the parents are victims, yeah, of this man. Mm and jan was a very direct victim of this man. Yeah yeah. yeah. Could you say that Mary Ann Broberg was sexually assaulted by Birchtold? Quite possibly. You could argue he, yeah. Like he coerced her like which is like sex without consent. So then technically that would be some class of rape. Yeah. You know uh, these definitions get changed so often and so f- so subjectively and and minutely. Um but I, I like I think that he was definitely sexually abusing Marianne Broberg. Even though she thought she was in a voluntary... Relationship. ...sexual relationship. No more than Jan was voluntary... In ...because she was like, come on and let's make this alien, baby. Um, it's, it's fucking mad, like, that... <sighs> ...he was allowed to continue on... Mm. ...even after the FBI knew that the crimes were committed. That was a mad thing. But our internal, like, crime busters, justice porn... ...you know, all these kind of things... ...usually just a nice little wrap-up... Uh, when these killers get caught, they go to jail and then they give some wanky interview and then they're, you yeah, know, executed justice, or whatever. Yeah. Um, this guy faced none of that stuff. So we're left, not unlike uh, what happened with Natasha Kampusch and Claire, uh, my, my girlfriend Claire, um, she she was on the show and we were talking about um, Joseph Fritzl. Mm. And one part of that show was talking about Natasha Kampusch. She was an Austrian, another Austrian girl who was abducted. She was, yeah. I think, 18 years in a in a basement. And her abductor... Instead of facing the music, uh, ran from the abduction house and jumped in front of a train and got busted like a fucking bag of ragu. Right,
1: took the easy way
2: out. I instead mean, of facing f- for the music. for that, yeah. Yeah. And uh, it seemed then that the the society that consumed that in Austria at the time were like, well, we're mad, we're mad that that happened, and we have to be mad at somebody. So they kind of turned on Natasha Kampusch and went, "What did you do to to draw that upon yourself? You must have asked for that." You were asking for it then because they wanted to point their anger at the man who'd done it. Yeah. But he was fucking...
0: He was dead. He yeah. Was, yeah, Splattered
2: was... like jam. So there's nothing you could do about him. Mm. And they all fucking focus on her. And I think a lot of these crimes end up looking at the people who were left behind because told is not around to toe the line anymore. Uh, all there is is like Bob, Mary Ann and... Jan. Jan. And Jan is obviously like... You know, she was underage. She was a, a victim of this crime. She was manipulated. Mm. Marianne, I think, gets a lot of the fucking slack because she was a grown ass woman. She was consenting. She was engaging in sexual relations after her child had been abducted. abducted and raped.
0: And introduced this person to the family. She did he,
2: he, like it was he didn't all come her. In through the dad, it yeah, was kind of y- yeah, yeah. There's a moral. There's a moral kind of um, quandary in people when they're watching this documentary. they are going like. I don't want to hate her because obviously she was like affected by it, but I think it she was, was kind also of her a fault as
0: well. But yeah, to it's...
2: say she was asking for it is is a no no phrase these days. Yeah, to say asking for it at all, and I've learned that the hard way on Twitter. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Um, but like, it's a very thin grey line when it comes to Mary Broberg on this case, particularly.
0: I think the FBI put it like I'm so glad that they had interviewed someone from the FBI because it's mm. just like it's just a pause. From the, the <laughs> madness. And a third person like he who was involved in the investigation, but he was able to go, um they just put their own
2: selfish needs
0: ahead of their daughters. Ahead
2: of their daughter's safety. And that's true.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, but it's fucking hard to say it and is. stand behind it. Cause like, who the fuck knows only those people, man? We only we're only watching a ninety minute documentary and reading a few yokes on the internet. Yeah. We don't know that shit. Yeah. But Jan Broberg herself says in interviews, imagine somebody that you would sign papers who would take care of your children after you die. Like, that's what Bob told was to the Broberg family. He was uh, such a trusted friend, such a close neighbour, such a, a like, a, a member of the family that's just not by blood.
0: And a high-standing member of the community as well. As well, yeah. and,
2: and had his own family, and he was a businessman and all that stuff. He was so deeply connected to Jan's parents... And was a permanent fixture in their household. Mm. So for him to turn into that seemed willfully ignored to the outside observer, but inside it was just a tiny step because they were already so close. Yeah, like if you could imagine having a kid, and you know your cousin was hanging around all the time, mm. and all of a sudden something changed. Like you're like, hey man, you're you're volunteering to babysit a little bit too much there I think mm. like there is like a, a red flag kind of thing. But this guy was so deep that there was absolutely zero suspicion and after the documentary aired Jan's parents they wanted other families to know what had happened to them so they wanted to tell this story knowing that maybe the wrath of public opinion might fall on them they say they were just as manipulated as the children and the victims of Bob Birchall themselves. themselves yeah. and apparently this is the case in a lot of these types of situations, that these motherfuckers would come in and manipulate the parents first, box them away with some kind of shady shenanigans mm. and then go straight
0: it, for what they're actually for really the kids. there for. Yeah.
2: So Bob, Jan's father, was so brutally embarrassed during the documentary that he wanted to work through that mm. and let someone else know that it could happen. And like I said earlier on, him in the documentary saying that shit about wanking your man in the car. Was the first time he'd said it to anybody. Anybody. He yeah. hadn't even said it to his wife. He said it to the camera first. Like that's bananas. Wow. But he said he 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 felt afterwards, he said, I said it in the documentary because I felt I let my daughter down. That's his quote. And if I had it told on the documentary something that no one would ever tell, to know that if somebody else is watching out in the the wild.
0: For them to come forward and to tackle their demons and
2: exactly. Yeah. I think if people are coming out and saying, Somebody raped me, and it was him, and five other women go, Fuck, he did that to me too. But I was afraid to say it because I thought I was the only one. Yeah. And it seems to be a real like 2016 yeah. and on type of phenomenon mm. where there's a solidarity in naming an action for what it is, instead of holding it in like a shameful secret. Yeah. And I think Bob, as hard as it was to do, and there's many questions about his sexuality that it brought up or his intention or his action or his, uh, you know, g- like guilty actions towards blackmail and stuff like that. I think it was a brave move.
0: Of the family to
2: come forward. Of Bob to go like, I wanked the guy off in the car. That's how, that's how people saying like, why didn't I do anything about my daughter? Because he had me over a barrel in front of my conservative religious community because I wanked him off in the car. Don't know why I did it. I'm crying now telling you.
0: That I did it. But I
2: fucking did it and I don't know why, but I did.
0: And I let my family down. And yeah. I'm not the only one. Yeah. The wife probably did Yeah, <laughs> well. But I would well.
2: imagine so. Oh yeah. That's why he kept on coming back. But like he's like I'm not the only father that's given a lot of wank in a car. Yeah. Or the equivalent other.
0: And if you're in this situation come forward and look at how we've stayed together as a unit. We've overcome the odds. Yeah. We can do it. You can do too, yeah. It does give what? <sighs> it's horrible what they all went through and you do it's so easy, you know, you've tricked me because it's <laughs> I was so against it, but it's now
2: it's a fuck a roller coaster of emotions it's here. It's
0: such a roller coaster of emotions. Like it's so easy to blame the parents. They were the victims as well and it does encourage and give it does give others a, an opportunity a, a to a come platform, forward. Yeah. A platform to come forward. So
2: I'm only, not I'm not the first guy to get convinced. To wank a lad off in a car for no reason. And it won't be the last. Let me flip flop you one more time. Let's me let me, <laughs> me un gaslight you. How and how insane was it that even after the FBI, the Mexican military, possibly some intergovernmental or interdepartmental mm. uh, international prisoner transport, or you know, he's shipping a fucking girl over the border from Mexico back to Idaho. Yeah. So there's big operations The FBI are in the house For months and months and months and months Tapping the phone lines like good fellas Right And even after all of that Yeah Bob Birchtoll shows up on the doorstep And Mary is like <coughs> Giving him the old fucking Boston polish Like How How can Mary Like How can she Cash that off in her head as something that can be done even after everything Birchthall did to her daughter the first time and the fucking trauma and ringing the FBI and having him in the house and all that stuff and then she came back to see what he had done to her daughter because her daughter wasn't her daughter. She was a disassociative, Child. screaming, yeah. self-abusing, uh, self, self-harming self wreck yeah. of, a, of a, 12, a 12 or 13 year old girl and was like that for a year and a half until she ran away from home. Mm. Maria. So like... How can she then parse that image and that knowledge with like letting Bob told fucking dump his muck in her twice a week?
0: But it, you said it yourself. She seems like yeah, I had a very fulfilling relationship with him, and you're just that's where the audience is conflicted. They're like, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's and
2: she's and then she's describing that like, and then he touched me, and I and It's like nothing I'd ever felt before, and she's smiling. It's like, bitch, you know this fucking documentary is about like this m- motherfucker who raped your daughter and kidnapped her and said there was alien babies growing inside her. She, you know that this was this documentary. This is not like the Red Shoe Diaries, or not like why the fuck are you smirking?
0: And maybe they're so articulate and the language they use because they wrote a f- the fucking book on it. <laughs> they yeah. wrote the actual book on predator. But behavior. the book,
2: the book contents, yeah. as far as I can see, is like the OJ Simpson, "If I Did It." Book, which is like, I, I, am going to leave out all the all the stuff that actually incriminates me, but I'm just going to talk about like the stuff that happens to as an excuse for me not to get the blame for this happening. But <laughs> do you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, it's you kind like it's just such a fucking roller coaster mm. of a show. You are like, okay, yes, it creates a platform for others to come forward, but Jesus, and then do you wonder if Birch told didn't find didn't select this family?
2: It would have been somebody else I think
0: I agree with you I think it would have been someone else which is just as traumatic
2: Maybe it wouldn't have been as easy Maybe it wouldn't have the combination of like the latent the homosexual father who's mm. willing to give car wanks Yeah yeah But there'd be some other leverage that he'd find on some he'd other He'd go for the mother
0: again he'd, He had a formula It was very well calculated He mm. was very charismatic
2: And he was yeah. already deeply ingrained in the Mormon church and I'm sure there's a lot of people with skeletons in their closet Absolutely Like it's not kids he's hunting after It's closets that are full of skeletons and, and possibly and the grown men Who are waiting to come out of it <laughs> Like oh just so many skeletons in here But some people say that Jan is in deep denial And that she was used as a pawn In exchange for Birch She told silence about her parents' misdeeds Reading these comments online uh, Her parents are her to be abused So her their own transgressions don't see the light of day And in Marianne's case This transgression is Having a sexual relationship With her daughter's abuser so Jan is preaching the innocence of her parents uh, at every opportunity, on every talk show. She
0: does, yeah, yeah.
2: Um, And makes a point of it. Uh, she does say that her father never let him back into the house after, and, you know, his duty was exercised as much as he could. I would say, why wouldn't you go around and nail her bedroom window shut so the cunt wouldn't come in there in and out at night time into the partition bedroom? Yeah. Like...
0: Move house, move move home. Move away. It it just broke my heart when the FBI said they were advised to stay away from him and Mm. they did not. And it...
2: That's, you know... I mean, the term asking for it kind of... Is kind of applicable a little bit there. Like, you're like, there are steps you can take to mitigate your risk. Mm. And the fact is, after the first kidnapping, you should not be near or around this motherfucker. And it's like, "Ah, it'll be grand, it'll be grand, it'll be grand. What? Again, like... Yeah. There's only so many times you can poke the fucking bear and the cun's going to tear you apart. They did that shit. Yeah. Now, there's also societal and cultural weight put on this line. case. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Like the Mormon culture is very, you know, uh, uh, austere and the whole area was under the spell of Birch Soul. Everyone thought he was a fucking legend. Mm. Um and they would come to the to the Brobergs and say, come here, you're not going to press charges on that nice man. And this wasn't in the documentary and it never said that this Ooh. was in. But these were in articles where people at the time who were in the in the area, yeah. in Idaho, were saying like, well, we thought he was real nice. And so we were saying to the Brobergs, like, you're not going to believe that shit, are you? Like, he, he took, he's always with your daughter. So he just took her on a holiday and you're trying to put him in jail. How dare you? So the Brobergs, even before... The mainstream media got it. In the late seventies we were are getting, turning, we're getting we're... shit off the Mormons to be like, Don't be don't put Birchold in jail. He's a lovely man. How dare you? Oh. So like you can kind of understand the social the pressure. Pressure
0: of yeah.
2: It wasn't just to hide your own secrets. It was like
0: It was also the communal pressure.
2: Yeah, man. It's weird. It's weird. So after this terrible ordeal, Jan Broberg went on to get married, have a son, get divorced and then co-read a book with her mother on the whole scenario. Mm-hmm. She spends years and years in therapy, getting to the grips with what actually happened to her and making sure that the love that she felt for Birchtold wouldn't poison her future relationships. Um, her parents, Bob and Marianne, inexplicably, I think, stayed married uh, until Bob's death in November 2018. And uh, Jan, I think rightly so, is often confronted with the question of her father's sexuality and the extent of the relationship with Bob Burchtold and uh, she regularly replies with, I don't care. And I don't know, should she? Pr- probably not. It's not. It's moot at this point because mm. the man's dead. But it may lead to the motivations, understanding the motivations of the parents. I'm not a parent. I'm sure there are parents out there that would set cunts on fire for doing what Bob Birchthall did.
0: Oh, absolutely, yeah.
2: But really, we don't know until we're there what we'd actually do.
0: Yeah, that Like, that's it in a nutshell mm. like people are afraid to speak out people are because of social norms and or backlash or anything like that,
2: that even, even in a professional setting like you're not going to say hey my boss just pinched my arse it's like are you going to lose your job over an arse pinch
0: well that's i think thankfully so you you also question okay how did they get away with this in order for there to be a, an education around it there has to be a starting case and they do put it forward to the media and like even the producers put it forward going back then. There was no Netflix series yeah. about these things. There was no internet. There was no uh, fingerprints or anything like there were uh, technology has advanced tenfold since that. But these cases, it's kind of like and I don't want to bring World War Two into it, but it's kind of like people say World War Two would never happen again. And I.
2: Oh, it'll totally happen it'll it'll to- in a different way. That's way more secretive.
0: It would totally happen again. I and a, so these stories have happened. It doesn't mean they're not going to happen again. Mm. It's it's thankfully just providing a platform for families to come forward to just, I guess, get justice. Yeah. Against I mean, the predators.
2: I think the technology in the seventies. We talk about these serial killers. Actually, mm. on these on these podcasts. You know, a lot of them are from the late sixties, seventies, maybe even early eighties. Yeah. serial killers tended to. Kind of lose their popularity in the 90s when DNA evidence sounded. They'll always find cum somewhere. <laughs> that
0: little tricky bastard. Yeah, there's a drop a cum <laughs> in some
2: fucking place that'll get you. And they always seem to find it. You know, there's the one guy is like.
0: They always seem <laughs> to find it. There's
2: one guy in the office who's just like, should pump me towards the cum. Come on, Captain, where's <laughs> the cum? And uh... so the serial killers stopped getting, like, you know, stopped being so prolific. Mm. But in the 70s, like, the police work, some of the, some of the, the episodes we've done like the cons get away for 30 years because the police just don't do their job right mm. and it seems at this point because of the lack of um
0: education around education yeah.
2: and communication, like the ability for people to look up stuff on their own. Mm. Like if we wanted to know, like I could do like a guard a check on your name. You could do one on my mm. name
1: on the internet <laughs> for like eight euro. Do you know you could pay yeah, for that yeah, shit yeah. and
2: just yeah. to make sure like you know if someone's coming over to babysit your kids, you'd be just like what what's their name? What, mm. what's their name? What's their address? And you could look them up and make sure that they're not convicted for anything you're not they're not a fucking fiddler. Like yeah. And in those days all that stuff was a lot easier to do mm-hmm. because they didn't have the technology to protect against it so someone who's going to socially engineer someone one on one would get away with it but now the opposite has happened and where there's massive amounts of technology to get somebody who does social engineer a kid or rape a kid or whatever yeah. but there's also a massive amount of technology that's used for grooming online so they don't have to groom one on one
0: today. you can yeah. do
2: that shit from like your house and they're in their house mm. and then you're like
0: <coughs> number four
2: I think was, I think it's five. I
0: do accounting. Uh, don't you dare! <laughs> don't you dare! I, think I,
2: might be five. Carry I do, I do <laughs> Carry the one.
0: I do carry the one. I do accounting, so I'm just counting the cards. The It's my
2: it's my dry throat. It's my dry throat. It's not corona. I swear.
0: It's still happening. I've got a
2: very good constitution. <laughs> the China virus. The best hasn't the best. got me best. <laughs> um so they use technology now instead yeah. to to groom from their from the comfort of their home or basement or wherever. Yeah. And they're able to get these kids in and then they just send one little last message in and go like, here, I meet you in the park at four. And then like two hours later, the, the child has been like abducted or raped or assaulted mm-hmm. or whatever. And it happens way, it seems way easier. There's Instagram and TikTok accounts that I follow yeah. that are like vigilante paedophile hunters who pretend to be sixty or pretend to be like thirteen year olds and they're like twenty five and then they, they're like, Yeah, I'll meet you at four o'clock at the swings in the park and then they show up with cameras and they film the guy mm. and they're like, We got you," and we have all the transcripts and we have all the pictures you sent to your dick and we sent them all to the cops and they only post the stuff if the lad has been convicted. So they collect all the evidence. Yeah. They send it to the police. The police arrest your man, convict him and then they put the video up and it's a deterrent. Yeah. It's like Chris Hansen, you know, like uh uh, why don't you take a seat? You ever see, do you ever watch that show? <laughs> like, to take, catch, a seat, to, take a seat. To catch a predator? Yeah,
0: take a seat. And like, no, I don't want to sit down. <clears throat> yeah, I'm
2: not sitting down. Who are you? Like, take like, a seat. Oh, take that, a doesn't seat right that doesn't matter. That doesn't matter. You the guy off Dateline. Fuck, I knew it. It's like, well, if you knew it, why, uh, <laughs> why are you here? You know? Um. Yeah, so like, I, I'm researching for the PizzaGate stuff. Like, and yeah. you're finding, it's so prolific. It's, it's so prolific, but in a different flavor, in a different technology. You know?
0: It's horrible that the family went through what they went through and that, you know, people are going to feel anger towards the parents to, because, as you said, birth Should isn't alive. Yeah,
2: that Natasha can push factor.
0: Yeah, and then also, you know, you hope that things like this would provide an education that people would have their wits about them, that if they're in a difficult situation, that they can speak up. And then the Me Too movement has kind of shifted people's perspectives to back the victim rather than to back the predator
2: or the system
0: the system
2: I think the system favours the predator in in a lot of cases
0: but I think that's starting to change but the unfortunate thing is that this is still happening every day
2: every damn day 800,000 kids a year go missing in the US man Jesus Christ It's a lot of kids
0: yeah
2: they don't get a lot of them back
0: this is... Where
2: do they go? This is the
0: happiest podcast I've ever been on. <laughs> Welcome
2: to the I'm jungle. I'm going to sleep well tonight. Welcome to the jungle. Welcome
0: to the jungle.
2: <laughs> I'll give you my Disney Plus password so you can watch some fun stuff before you go to That's all I tonight. ask.
0: No, give me your Netflix. Give me Just your Netflix a, password. No, that's all I ask. You don't want to
2: see what I've seen on Netflix. I heard was. I don't want you to go through the history. Don't that's even...
0: the next episode when I come yeah, back is your history. Exactly. But I before, thought there was going to be Netflix membership in, in this for <clears> me, honestly.
2: Uh, I'll, add you, I'll add you a profile. <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: So before we go then, I, I, we'd like to get off the fence. Um, we can't really do that with the true crimes and I'm just going to kind of uh, ask you a few like definitive opinions Sure. before we go. And I know some of them are going to be contentious, but we got yeah, to oh. ask oh. them. So should Bob Burstold have been flagged as uh, a paedophile from the very start because he'd already been convicted? There was no such thing as like the Sex Offenders Register at this point in 1972 when yeah. he moved to Idaho. But definitely there should have been something said or there should have been some way of finding out that this guy was a pedo and that the parents should have done their due diligence on letting somebody into their family so close.
0: I that's what I wonder because the community obviously seems so innocent that they did not do a background check on this man. Mm. I wonder if those rumors, not rumors, the, the well truth. It, he was convicted, he was convicted. He was convicted. I wonder mm. if the truth had reached the, the community before it, he I think moved there it
2: might be the reason he left the old community was because of that probably
0: and, and that's not answered that is left out that is still hanging on the balance and
2: hard to find couldn't find it in the FBI files today
0: you don't know if the community knew he was convicted you don't know like this all came afterwards mm-hmm. but you don't know the timeline of when that surfaced so it's kind of, yes in hindsight you want to be like I wish that you know he that carried with him that people yeah. go don't go near him by the way he has been convicted twice Um, With
2: with, with that in mind then The the follow on question is Mm. If they didn't know about it in 72 When he got introduced to the family They fucking knew all about it in 74 When he abducted her 12 year old daughter And the FBI came and said This guy is now a serial child rapist
0: if they didn't know in 74, they knew in 72 when he was sharing the bed with her. Like, there's obviously yeah. alarm bells. But when the
2: FBI come to the house and say, oh, yeah, we, we looked up the, the the file on this guy. He's been convicted for yeah. sexy rape. So, like, he's gone with her to the horse stables, but actually they're gone on a five-week rape holiday. Yeah. Uh, you know he's raping your daughter, right? Like, there's no way that the parents could claim ignorance that they didn't know what told was doing with Jan on this, like alien RV walkabout. Yeah. Like they had to have known, right? Uh,
0: the, y- the documentary doesn't tell you when they find out. <laughs> yes. And that's I don't think it tells
2: you that they find out at all.
0: Well, uh, they... And it's kind
2: of claimed ignorance that they didn't know what he was doing with her.
0: Yeah. Or even the mother was so much in denial because of the rose-tinted glasses being like, mm. he's not a kidnapper. And the FBI was like, For c- do you have a Follins dictionary in the fucking house that will save us time?
2: It's hard to see the truth when you've got dicks in your eyes.
0: Right. And <laughs> she, but she was so in love with him. She's like, he couldn't kidnap her. He's not a pedophile. I didn't even know what that word meant. And, and yes,
2: the FBI were coming in with a rap sheet, going, "Here's the sexual crimes against children he's committed. We have to get her back because he's raping her wherever she is because that's what he does because he's done it before." And she's like, nah, "Did they know? Did they know at that point?" That? I I'm asking you, do you think they knew? Like they had to have known, right?
0: I'm like, it didn't say. I, I, would, I didn't say, yeah. but they had to have known. I yeah, I I would say that they they had they were uncomfortable with him sharing the bed with the daughter, but obviously he held like so much leverage over them. Mm-hmm. They let it happen.
2: So for the first abduction, when he took her away, they didn't act for forty eight hours. They denied the FBI's help. They made excuses,
0: also on the back of his wife's plea. <clears throat> Seven, yeah, six plead. That was just a, that was
2: just a <laughs> tickle.
1: Don't you
0: there? Uh, the plea not to expose the husband for going away. She goes like, "How is this in, in
2: blackmail away? for sexual
0: massively, yeah, yeah. sexual reprising. so so many dimensions."
2: So all all of that together for that first abduction. Mm. Are we now condemning the Brobergs for being complicit in the actions of a paedophile? Or are we still claiming that they're victims, even though the FBI have told him he's a former like, convicted paedophile? Even though they know that the daughter is now disassociative and and very traumatized. Yeah. And that kind of two and two gets put together fairly handy because he's been in the bed four to five nights a week for years. And then he abducts her. And then the FBI come in and say, oh, yeah, he's a sex maniac. Like surely at that point they're like, okay, he's cut off.
0: Do you think they were in denial, especially with the fact that they didn't know what a paedophile, the mother claimed she didn't know what a paedophile was, a paedophile was. But she
2: was still having sex with the guy who was supposedly.
0: And so they definitely knew that he kidnapped the daughter and then she had sex with the abductor. That is as clear as rain. But whether, like, I wonder because she had rose into glasses that even if she was told or was not told that she wouldn't be like... She's like, nah, he wouldn't do that.
2: Nah. Yeah, but the dad's like banging the drum going, he totally would do that and he does do that and he's on record for doing that. keep her away
0: from the daughter, yeah. let's keep her away. From our family.
2: Okay, so the second abduction then. Yeah. They waited for two weeks before telling anybody. Yeah. Surely that's almost complicity in the crime. That's like allowing the crime to take place, which is kind of like... Accessory to the crime, like mm. if you know a murder happened and you don't report a murder, you're an accessory to murder.
0: It was the case, like as you so tactfully put it, it as like imagine getting locked out of your house twice and you go, "You fucking eat
2: The judgment that the locksmith <laughs> would give you is pales in comparison to the FBI coming for a second time for the same cunt.
0: Well, yeah, like kidnapping your daughter. It's you know, I wouldn't say they were complicit. I would say
2: embarrassed. Embarrassed,
0: there's an embarrassment. It? The leverage mm. is still held over their head. The second relationship, their family unit might be broken down because a father wants a divorce from the mother, and they just literally fall into each other's arms crying. These yeah. are a lot of that stuff isn't talked about. People, yeah, you know, they are definitely a but victim de- to
2: Birch Told. Desperate for what though, Eilish? Is it like. <laughs>
0: You're going to make a dirty joke. Is it? No. Low-hanging fruit. Low-hanging fruit. Uh,
2: like Mary-Anne is desperate for cock, but that's not what we were saying, and that's kind of what you intimated. so... <laughs> Pick up your own fruit. Uh, I'm saying, what are they desperate for? Are they desperate for their daughter to come back and for justice to be doled out on, on Robert Birch told, Are mm. they desperate to, quote-unquote, not get caught for the shit that they've done? Like, they're willing to let their daughter suffer at the hands of a convicted paedophile who has taken her away for five months for God knows what, and then ringing them up on the phone and saying, oh, yes, she's a prostitute and she's dealing drugs. Mm. And they're allowing her to be a prostitute and be dealing drugs and not go and find her. Like, all of those levels of complicity to save their own face, to save their own dignity in their community. I think, for me, they definitely sold out their daughter's integrity and safety and dignity for their own uh, self-image within their own community.
0: For Like, I can't explain the first two weeks. They were so embarrassed to say to their, their community that, you know, they, they made up this alibi that she was with her granny. Yeah. they that, That's what they told people. But then once they notified the FBI, I, I feel that they were acting on behalf of the FBI. That The FBI was like, keep taking those phone calls t- because we're tracing them. Keep yeah. taking them. And I know, and the mother would break down crying to threats by B, and she'd threaten him back going, this is horrible. He was torturing her with these visuals of her daughter crying out for her mother who has gone down the road of prostitution and drugs. Every mother's worst nightmare. Mm. he That's the difference between the first and the second abduction. The first abduction, he's radio silence. The second abduction, he is torturing them with, I know where she is, you don't so I'm going to hold this over you and I'm going to torture you because you tried to separate us one time. This is now for me. This is now a payback for me.
2: If you try and do that shit again, this is what you're going to get, like... Well, this yeah. is
0: your comeuppance. You try to separate us, I'm going to torture your emotions of, about your daughter. That Those are the m- vast differences between when she was captured the first time and captured the second time.
2: It was an escalation, yeah, big time. Massively. What do you think about <laughs> the school? In Pasadena, not wondering about the very strange circumstances of her enrollment in that school. That's pa- a weird thing no one talks about.
0: It was the theme that, you know, the, like, religion gets people to comply or to, you know, like, blind belief that there's a man in yeah. the sky. And he knew that, so he goes, I'm going to send her to the nuns and boarding school. Like, the nuns aren't going to ask me. <laughs> yeah. You know,
2: t- tell no secrets and and t- uh, tell no lies. What is it? Uh, tell ask me. Ask, me ask
0: no. no secrets and I'll tell you no lies. Yeah,
2: it's fucking. It, he 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 knew when he was that man,
0: and he and he was directly picking the same audience. He was just like, okay, number one, a religious community gonna abduct a child. Number two, I'm gonna put her in another religious community where they're all tight lipped, anyways.
2: Yeah, like his wife, he likes a set of tight lips.
0: So I don't believe the school were complicit. I believe that there was ignorance and innocence again
2: yeah man it's still going on today though in, a, in an age of the opposite of innocence yeah uh, so you know these lads will do that shit to get whatever they want mm. um and then the last question yeah surely from being convicted of rape and a child before mm. kidnapping sexual assault sexual assault within the house on <laughs> un- unlicensed planning violations Building, that's into, the biggest building internal crime walls people, You know, there's no planning go, permission There's lads that go to jail for less Putting up a shed that you didn't get the planning permission for <laughs> um, uh, Second, it's a, and, and an international kidnap So that's a federal crime Like kidnapping over over even the state borders is, is, uh, is Marrying
0: a, a minor, yeah
2: Marrying a minor uh, br- 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 c- Committing committing sexual, sexual assault uh, In multiple different states mm-hmm. um, Impersonating an officer Or a, a an agent of the government, impersonating a CIA agent to the Pasadena.
0: Carrying a to, uh, firearm with ca- no license. But
2: carrying a firearm was the thing that got them pinched. Having a gun was the thing that got them pinched. But all the shit before that. Yeah. Like pretend to be a CIA agent to a school, falsifying identities, enrolling children that had been kidnapped from their family in another state. Like surely of all of the things mm. that like a little note from Mammy wouldn't get him away with those crimes. Surely, 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 surely either the CIA or the FBI or some California police or or Utah police, Mm. surely some motherfucker could have pinned them for some crime along the way.
0: That's what makes it so shocking. Like,
2: isn't that mental? Yeah. What do you think about that? Like, who who should have pulled the trigger on that?
0: I think, so, the FBI says later that had the parents come forward and said, do you know what? This is what he holds over us. um, That he would have protected them as long as they did, like, because unfortunately them not coming forward was further damage to the safety of their daughter.
2: Yeah. They should have came forward sooner. Yeah. But they signed affidavits to take away the culpability of Birchtold, but surely their little notes from Mammy weren't enough to exonerate him from, like, out of state crimes federal crimes. The for judge was like, I'm
0: not having that. I loved that the judge, <coughs> so the parents uh, signed an affidavit dropping all charges and the parent uh, the judge said nah Eve, like the mother remembers getting so many phone calls from solicitors around the country saying you-, you just can't. They could all see it as clear as day yeah, going of course. you just can't let him run free.
2: Because he's going to do it to somebody else.
0: He's going to he, like that's the thing it was so calculated he's going to do it and he's also like wasn't known if he had done it before you know. So they were like please just bring him to Freaking justice! And the parents were like, "We just want to." But there's also, like, it's also human behavior. We're exhausted. We just want this all to go away.
2: Okay. Last, last question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the, <laughs> in, in the years between, in the years between uh, the nineteen seventy six, seventy seven second kidnapping and you know the 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 final incidents and the the uh, abolition of Birch tolt from the Broberg family. Yeah, yeah. Finally, between seventy seven and two thousand and two when he started to roll in to uh jan broberg's book signings and stuff like that that's what is that 30 years yeah almost 26 years something like that do you think he did that to another family he picked another set of people and he kept it so so quiet
1: i so he think, never
2: got caught he picked another very yeah. heavily religious family like an Amish family or some kind of Jehovah's witnesses someone who's deeply religious and like preyed upon a child and did the whole thing again and it never got to the authorities because he yeah. learned his lessons and he succeeded finally and I, got his prize do you think that happened again
0: i think it was, so we found out that he he was a reoffender and but then the fact that he he spends the last 4 years after like verbally abusing Jan and mm. Marianne, mm. I think they were his focus because they were going to a public platform about this. So you think, think he being... just
2: laid low for all those years, and he just went, ah, fuck it?
0: Oh, I don't believe he laid low. Like he, again, he he was a reoffender. Other people came forward, going, he did that to me. He did, yeah. he did that to me it's as well. So the
2: six other victims before and after Jan. Jesus. So how did how did Jan how did Jan's case get like the cream that rose to the top? Where were all the other girls? Where are all their stories? They, where were all the, the stories of their parents and yeah. their gay dads giving wanks to lads in cars?
0: That's, yeah, like they... So their families didn't go forward, but because she did, they like, similar to the Me Too movement, they were like, this has happened to us as well. We're going to back you. So then he, he got very afraid of Jan saying, oh no, you're going to ruin everything that I have going. I can't recommit these crimes. I'm going to purely focus on showing up and... Like shutting you down and saying it's all lies. So I believed like he might have been preoccupied in those four years. He became a high-profile person when that book was released. (laughs) <laughs>
2: I, I've been holding on to it because I'm talking so much because it's a know, dry throat
0: you know that I'm counting
1: <laughs>
2: oh, seven now seven?
0: I believe what is it <laughs> when you can only allow like six people <sighs> in your house Leo Vralkar or Micheál Martin is going to go you were allowed ten coughs a day
2: oh, ten coughs I'm ten up to 7 I'm three before bedtime now. I know
0: <laughs> I just
2: didn't talk all day and now I'm talking loads and I'm like very very deep in my, my timbre
0: I look like Coronavirus hits and no sympathy for man flu. I'm very sorry.
2: Oh, yeah, no, I'm good. I'm not even sick. I'm just saying uh, <laughs> t- that. Why do you think I'm drinking so much water? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's it's so weird. Like He had 20-odd years, though, to be bopping around. And I want to know where, where those other women's stories are. I want to know like if there's other victims. And they've come forward. Like, where is their story? Where is their, their la- the homosexual father giving wanks and cares? Where are their, you know... uh, uh sexually unsatisfied mothers who are willing to engage in a sexual relationship with Birchhold in exchange for access to their children willy-nilly.
0: And he used the same thing. He used the exact same formula. He had alien tapes. Uh.
2: Yeah, it's been used before. The, the, the other girl said she was a princess from another planet. Like, I don't know, man. To let him go is, is a is a massive um, miscarriage of justice mm. because he was only allowed to... to you know continue his reign of terror continue his his dark deeds and he was never caught and he ended up like killing himself that was the only that was the only justice like and that's kind of no justice at all really You know. yeah
0: he was going to prison and then he said before before I go
2: yeah fucked up man well that's the end of that that is the story of Robert Birchtold and Jan Broberg you can watch it in a documentary called Abducted in Plain Sight Mm -hmm. it's on Netflix Uh, I think it's on Spoilers I think, yeah, yeah. This whole show of spoilers, by the way. <laughs> uh, oh my god! You can watch it. You can watch it on YouTube too. I think there's like a, there's a couple of pirate versions on YouTube if you don't want to pay for Netflix. And um, yeah, that's the end of the show. I mean, if anything in the show we brought up uh, triggered your ass, uh reach out if you know more than than both Elish and me. Like, if you know more than we do, I, I'm sure there are definitely people out there who do. Um, if you can shed any extra light or any extra information or any, you know, opinion, uh, knowledgeable opinion, I'd love to learn more. We're going to do a live chat about this in the very near future after this episode is released to the public. And uh, you can jump on there and tell us your story. It doesn't have to be mad personal, but um, opinions and insight are always welcome. So if you want to reach out and, and uh, let me know any, if you liked it, if you didn't like it, whatever you want, info at those conspiracy is the email address. Uh, if you want to get all things CCG. Get into that motherfucking Discord. DM me for a invite to get into that. Has everything. I'm not even going to tell you again. Has everything. You know where it's going to be. You know where the fucking stuff is. Discord. place to be. Uh, and if you want to support the show, you want to listen to these shows ad-free, you're fed up with them ads. Or if you want to just support and, you know, roll up a fiver throw up the internet at me for being a good boy, <laughs> patreon.com slash guys. All the social media, all the video channels, all the places that you can send me messages, all the fucking stuff is in the magic link in the description below, wherever you're watching or listening to this episode. Uh, all it leads me to do is say thank you so much to my wonderful guest, Elish McCarthy. Thank you very much.
0: Thank you for having
2: me. Tell everybody where they can find you.
0: So, yeah, you can find me on Instagram at ALO7. Uh, you can also find me on TikTok at Elish McCarthy Comedy. And if you didn't like the segment, let's just keep it between us, yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah. Let's uh, <laughs> all the one star reviews, just fold them up and put them in your pocket. Just put like,
0: them in your pocket. Yeah. You know, we can keep it between us.
2: <laughs> if you uh, 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 th- thanks to my guest Eilish McCarty, and if you didn't like the show, thanks to my guest Alison Spittle. I guess I don't know.
0: No, we like Alison Spittle. Okay, yeah, okay. thanks to the guest Eilish. Billie Eilish she
2: could get. lose a few followers there or Daisy go.
0: Edgar Jones she could lose a few she could be on off, off her high horse <laughs> she could take a hit
2: yeah okay um, <laughs> so yeah that's it for those conspiracy guys for this time um, I'll leave all the links to find Eilish in the uh, description below as well uh, and you can only follow her online and not in real life guys okay N- follow her on Twitter not on the street um, this has been those conspiracy guys my name is Gordo and I'm Eilish Uh, And we'll see you again next time. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.